0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to an all-new episode of Much To Do About Nothing. I am your host, Jawan, and today we have a pretty fun episode. There is a lot to talk about. So me and Joelle are going to make sure we don't go over <laughs> a mm-hmm. lot of time going over all this stuff. So without further ado, I introduce my co-host, Joelle. What's going on, Joelle?
1: What's up, Juwan? Yeah, we do have a lot to talk about, so uh, we'll try. I'm
0: trying to keep it. look, I don't like talking over, like, over two hours, but, <laughs> you know, shit happens. <laughs> you know, it's so crazy that you say that. The last podcast we did together, right, it felt super long. It was only a, min- uh, a minute, an hour and 59 minutes. Oh, well, just under. <laughs> yeah. No, but still, it wasn't more than two hours. And it right, right. like it was more than two hours. <laughs> so <laughs> I I was editing it, and I'm like, how did we do that <laughs> like, I just remember I was talking a lot and I remember I remember afterwards I was like Joel's gonna curse me out like he's gonna text me and be like never again and I looked at it and I was like it wasn't as long as I thought it was like I'm really proud of myself um but I am on a high right now my moth Gideon and Mando figures just came in the mail uh the armorer and uh Cara Dune are in the mail uh or are, are heading my way this week also so i'm feeling pretty good feeling pretty Ooh, good that's, good. that's pretty great. good man um but all right let's get right into this man let's start with our knicks um you know before we get into the super bowl and all that i just read um if you wanted to take a quick look while while i um, while i'm introing the topic but i just read ian uh, begley's pro and cons for the Derrick rose trade OK, um, it was it's a very quick read, but it was a really interesting read um, because I think it's pro and cons or everything. Me and you have probably said since we heard that the Knicks wanted Derek Derrick Rose, um, which is, you know, pros being he gives a scoring, which mm-hmm. we definitely need. Um, and, and it's crazy because I saw someone on Twitter. They were like, the Knicks need more scoring. I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, and we specifically need it in the moment where we can't score. <laughs> like, like I, I think people forget the difference between having a superstar and then just having a good team is a good team could go flat immediately. Star players usually don't have that problem. Um, Like, to have a go-to guy, like, the Lakers can rely on LeBron more times than not. The Clippers can rely on uh, you know uh, Kawhi Leonard more times than not hell Washington's depending on Bradley Beal more times than not so I'm like a superstar literally changes uh fortunes scoring wise so I'm like yeah as much scoring as we can get would be great um so I was like yeah that's definitely a pro uh his other pro was his familiar uh familiarity with Tibbs um Yes, and the biggest thing about getting Derrick Rose that I think a lot of Knicks fans forget, he was not bad for the Knicks the last time he was here. Again, no. I remind people to start the season all the way up until that Christmas game, the Knicks were pretty good. Now, I'm not saying they were a championship team, but they were pretty good. Um, and then that fateful Christmas game against the Celtics is when Phil was trying to force... Pornichek to run the the triangle with um, Rose Mello and Porzingis and it just flatlined the team. But I refuse to have people act as if Rose came here that first time and was just trash. Like he couldn't, you know, he wasn't scoring. He was making us worse because that's completely false. But um, I'm curious, how did you feel about his first tenure with the uh, with the Knicks?
1: Uh, it, well it came and went that's how it felt um it started off good like you said and then it just teetered into madness and it's like and then we didn't see him again <laughs> it was like, right it, it literally dipped out at some point in the year that like, disappeared uh so it was just a weird <laughs> it's a weird tenure here um uh not that i didn't like him like i did i just it just it didn't work Cause I, I guess we were looking at him to be this, a superstar at the time, you know. Right. Kind of just coming from Chicago, and and it just he just wasn't that mentally. Um, uh, he was definitely like a lost cause there for a couple years, you know. Right after that, So it was in New York and Cleveland, and it was like a lost puppy until he got into Minnesota with Tibbs. <laughs> yeah. And he resurrected himself.
0: To be fair, though, he was averaging around what he's averaging now. Um, which I thought, like, to me, it was just like if Rose could average about 15 a game and Prezengas can get to about 20 to 25 and Melo is 25 to 30, we should be fine. Our problem wasn't like, oh, Derek Rose wasn't living up to it. The problem was um, Phil Jackson was like, hey, you know how we have no players that can run the triangle? Run it. Like, what? <laughs> through who, Phil? Like, through who? Um, but yeah, to me, I, I, I thought Brandon Jennings and Derrick Rose were fine for what they were um, on our team. You know, neither one of them were as great as they used to be, um, but they weren't a detriment to the team and they weren't bad. You know, so that's how I look at Derrick Rose's first time with the Knicks. Um, he sounds really, really, really excited to be back. Um, he's legit replaced Dennis Smith Jr. in every sense of the word. Um, mm. <laughs> took his team, took his number. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Probably is going to take a certain spot to some degree. Um, definitely is going to get way more playing time than Dennis Smith Jr. did. Yeah.
1: That's an understatement.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's an extreme understatement. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I love this for the Knicks because to me, there's no downside in it, it costs us nothing.
1: Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> like, like all the bitching, I don't get it. Like it's like it wasn't that serious.
0: Right. <laughs> it's like, all right, if Derek Rose comes here and he averages five points a game, and you know, we we release him halfway through the season, right? I, that's the worst case scenario, right? Let's just say that happens. Why would we go all you know it's so the Nick's being the Knicks? We literally, like I told you, gave them a bag of Skittles and some cigarettes for Derrick Rose. Like, why are people yeah. acting like we gave them our Dallas pick?
1: Right. And it's not like Derrick Rose is having the greatest season so far. But look, that team hasn't been playing well. He probably wasn't happy there. Um, He's not playing as many minutes and was still averaging 14 points a game, which is like, you add 14 points a game to the bench?
0: No, that's crazy, won. Joel. He's averaging 15 and 4 assists. That's yeah, not right. bad at all, especially for how bad that Detroit team is. Um that's I'm not sure.
1: bad. Yeah, off the bench. You know what I mean? So like that's not bad at all. Could be you could do way
0: worse. Way worse. Way worse. You know, like um not playing <laughs> Frank Nilakina at all worse. Like, yeah. like uh-huh. there, there are worse things the Knicks could worry about. But the biggest thing about this trade that I'm really grateful for is that we held on to Knox. Um and, and Frank. Uh, mainly for for two reasons one i'm excited for the possibility that made because i i told this to you before and i think we disagreed on it um i still believe frank could play the three Uh, i really do i i don't think his position has to be solidified as a point guard um so that's my hope that frank still has a spot somewhere here but even if he doesn't Kevin Knox and Frank Nilakin are going to be very important trade assets um, going forward, uh, you know, because there's no way that the Knicks will let this season end with those two still being on this roster. I just, mm-hmm. I, I don't see it. So the fact that Detroit wanted Knox and we wanted Rose and we found a way to get Rose without giving up Knox, mm-hmm. let you know that they did really, really, really good business. Um, and you know, they're really interested in getting rid of, both of those guys, we also heard from Ian Begley that um, a contender has shown interest in Alfred Payton. Uh, look at that! say it again.
1: I said, Look at that,
0: <laughs> right? Exactly. So, I'm like, you know, I would you all right? So, let's say in a perfect world, uh, Alfred Payton gets traded. Let's let's only talk Alfred Payton, let's leave Frank okay. and, and Kevin for the, the future. Alfred okay. Payton gets traded. Who do you want as your starting point guard? Derrick Rose. Okay, that's that okay. We're on the same we're on the same boat. I was just making sure we were on the same boat.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't mind where Quickly's at right now. You know, it's fine with me. And if you want to give Peyton's minutes to 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 Frank or, or Rivers <laughs> if he's still there, um, I'm fine with that.
0: Yeah, I think if you're Rivers, like a lot of people are saying, like, oh, Rivers should be terrified, like he he's he's losing minutes. I don't think it's a coincidence that right around the time the Knicks made this trade, we are starting to hear rumors about, you know, teams being interested or a team. Let me be specific to the rumor, a team being interested in Alfred Payton. I think there's obviously a bigger plan here um, right. and Rivers part of it, but he's also very expendable. Um, right. Right. But I also do like that Tibbs has said um, that he does have interest in playing Rose with Emmanuel quickly because of course. Can play off ball. <laughs> how so else would you
1: long. do it <laughs> no,
0: right no but i'm saying like we don't have to worry about quickly losing out because we have rose because they can play together right um so it's it's not a threat it never has been a threat the idea that it was 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 crazy
1: right.
0: um because to me the biggest asset that derrick rose has is he is a significantly better shooter than alfred payton so those yeah. wide open shots that Alfred Payton is bricking in Miami, uh, I mean, against Miami, I'm sorry. Um, Derrick Rose is making, like, let's say Alfred Payton bricks six. I think it's a safe bet to say Derrick Rose <laughs> can make at least half of those. Right,
1: exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, because we only lost by, like, four or five points. So I'm like, two of those threes could have made a difference in that game.
1: We lost by five points. And I'm like, I look, i Statistically, it's a weird statistic, but like as long as Alfred Payton makes five field goals, five, five of them, all he has to do is make five of them, we win most games. We're nine and two, I think, when when he goes over five field goals. He was three for seven.
0: As as I said in our text, no one man should have all that power. No one should have all that power. We gotta get rid. We gotta get rid of Alfred Payton. (laughs) If you're affecting us that drastically. It it you know it's crazy. You really? said five field goals. For him. You didn't five. say you didn't say we needed fifteen to twenty oh. five. 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 you guys, we can't make five field goals
1: consistently. To balance
0: this out, right? Is yeah. insane.
1: Because he had look like, the last two games he did like he had like he he was averaging like twenty points a game the last two games, you know. And look, we won both of those games, right? Right. And he comes out the next game three for seven. We lose. By five points. <laughs> you know
0: what I mean? It's crazy. That's insane, man. That is, we, He's got to go. <laughs> like, <laughs> he, he, he's affecting us tremendously. Um, like, that pendulum swung very heavily. Um, but I do want to give good. the Knicks a lot of credit. Um, I, I want to give them a lot of credit and kind of, uh, you know, yell at them at the same time. Mm-hmm. Miami has struggled bad this year. Yes, uh, they're having a And what's crazy is that roster hasn't changed. So it's not like they have to get allocated to new guys. It just seems like playing in the finals because a lot of them were banged up playing in the finals and starting the season as quickly as they did are affecting Miami way more than it is most, if any, if not any other team in the NBA. So the idea that the Knicks were close enough to beat a high caliber team like Miami, but couldn't pull it through is is. Frustrated. somewhat encouraging because they kept the game close that last year they would have got blown out uh mm-hmm. in but it's just frustrating to know that because again we said this over and over and over joel we don't even have to really elaborate on this but you gotta win these kinds of games you just have to mm-hmm. they're the difference makers they're the difference makers um but again the knicks are what 11 and 14 yep that's a great record for the Knicks, man. It really is for a team that's not yeah. you know, that doesn't have superstars or even like you know big name guys. A team mm-hmm. that's very much piecemealed together with a lot of young uh, young talent. That's not a horrible record to be at. We were just in sixth place the other day.
1: Well yeah, <laughs> we're know? not far. Place, <laughs> yeah,
0: no, we're I, I, we're back we're back just at eight, I think, either eight or nine. We're eight, um, eight, eight nine. So, you know, to me, it's very encouraging. We've said this before, Joel. We know how long it took us to just win five games last year. Five. Yeah. That's it. I I want everyone listening to this podcast to open their ears for me to say that again. It took forever to win five games. Yeah. (laughs) So, Uh,
1: we're... at 11 now it took us i think 25 games to get 11 wins some shit like that
0: last year yeah so to me this is progress this is and i know to people that are casual sports fans are like oh it's just a typical knicks no this is progress you know me and you didn't think that this was a one year quick solve kind of kind of solution um but if they can look this good in year one of tibbs excuse me year two or three should be exponentially better you know, so right. to me, um, to me, I, I'm very proud of where they are, but I do need them to win more of these games that are very winnable games. And that that Miami game was as winnable as you could possibly get. Um, kind of walk me through your, your your thoughts, Joel, on on that tough Super Bowl um, Super Bowl Sunday loss to the Miami Heat.
1: Um. Sucked, sucked ass. Cause I hate losing to fucking Miami. Um, and especially like when we had that game in our hands a couple times. And it's just they locked down. I give Miami credit for locking down a couple times. And you know they they, they scared the ball out of our hands a couple times. Cause it's just because they, they sometimes don't know what to do with themselves when they get pressure. Uh, and that that you know sometimes that's why you do need a veteran out there because even the veterans get shucking up when you get tough defense a tighter defense, especially in late in games. So, you know, that's something maybe, uh, that's why you see Peyton out there sometimes during late game situations because teams like Miami, when they want to lock down, they can't. Um, and they, they showed that, like there were a couple of times last, like during the late in that game where they forced a turnover, you know what I mean? And not that we didn't do it back. We did, but we just it came down to making buckets and, Sometimes the offense just gets stagnant and, and the shooting really wasn't an issue. But like when we needed the buckets yesterday, we just couldn't get them when we needed them. And it cost us the game.
0: Does it ever, because I've been waiting to ask you this on, on this podcast, does it ever seem to you, and I'm just talking to Knicks, no other team in the NBA, does it ever seem to you like the Knicks are one of the only teams that just can, like when a player gets hot, they just somehow lose that player? and then magically they could never catch it again, like within the same game. Like, I swear to you, Reggie Bullock was so automatic in that first half. And I swear in that second half, it was just like, Reggie who? No, Mm -hmm. we have no idea who that is. And it was just like, how the fuck did you lose that? Mm -hmm. Like, (laughs) Like a five to ten minute break meant all of the difference in whether or not he could make shots. Mm I'm what like happened? I don't Lost get the it. Rivers
1: in the Jazz game where he was hot, right? Exactly. Stop getting hot. Like what happened? <laughs> 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 Went cold. Happened. It's like they couldn't buy a bucket. Oh Jesus! Don't it's not allowed to take a break. You're gonna fucking will never never see a shot again. No, we
0: won't. Um, But I do want to call out RJ a little bit. Um, He's been playing phenomenal this year. Yes. Uh, he has been hitting these small struggles um, to where he's just kind of inconsistent. Uh, and this is his sophomore year. This is usually the year where uh, a lot of big-name rookies have a great rookie year and then struggle in, in their second year. So oh, the yeah. idea that RJ was easily a top-five rookie last <laughs> year, um, and he's playing like a top-five uh, sophomore this year, um, mm-hmm. you know, the the lulls are to be expected a little bit. Uh um, right. I just need Tibbs to kind of just ride with him through it. Like, don't, don't park him. Let, let him drive. You know, let, let him, let him be out there. Let him work through it. Um, I, I'm very, very, very much of. You got to play through the struggles. You just have to. And, and if you can't, then something else needs to happen.
1: Yeah, um,
0: but I just yeah.
1: I, I think what really did it for him yesterday was like, Bullock was really good. <laughs> so no, that's really. true. No, that that I is. I, and then he was using Alec Burks, and and then like he trusted, of course, Payton to, 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 for defense. But I think that's what did it. If Bullock wasn't playing as well as he was, I think it was would have saw more RJ. I think that's what cost him because RJ was. cool.
0: <laughs> to me, that's one thing. If if you're RJ, that's one thing you have to perfect because that's how you'll get uh, on the court in in situations like that. Is your mm. defense, and I think what? he's playing really good defense. But if he could, if he could perfect that, there yeah. would be no reason for Tibbs to have Alfred Payton out there because he gives nothing else. <laughs> you know, yeah. RJ right. can can be a playmaker, he can be a shooter, and mm-hmm. then if you get that defense up. He could be a, a really good defender. So at that yeah. point, it could be Burts, Bullock, RJ, Randall, Mitch. Yeah, um, you would need to make- play Alfred like that. <laughs> So you know, to me, that's that's what I always feel about Knicks Knicks players. If there's something that you're not good at, please perfect it, because it, it it's the difference in the time you'll see on the court. It really is. It, it truly is. Um, it was my biggest issue with Knox. It was like Knox. If you were an elite defender, do you know how hard it would be for Tibbs to to put Reggie Bullock out there every game and not you? Do you know how difficult that would be for him? But yeah. you take it easy because you're not a consistent defender. And it's it's unbelievable how much length that man has and refuses to use.
1: Knox, yeah. Knox is frustrating.
0: I'll never understand. Like, Joel, to me, in a perfect world, Knox is the guy I want on, on, on Jimmy Butler.
1: Yeah. I right? mean, that's what he has the size and the agility, but he's just not coordinated.
0: He's not. He's like not. Doofus, <laughs> <laughs> but in a perfect world, that's what that's what I would want, you know, to where it's yeah. like you know Knox to be one of those elite defenders who could knock down a three. That's it, just as simple as that. We don't need him to be an all star. We don't need him to be, you know what I'm saying? That yeah. that uh, that you top shot guy.
1: to stay uh, on the f- defensively is where he gets <laughs> fucked. Man. Yeah,
0: you yeah.
1: yeah. just have defenders in front of him, you know. Yep, down <laughs> to.
0: Um, but I definitely look at the Knicks and I say that Tyler hero three late in that game was just a backbreaker. And I swear, I I, I tell you this all the time, Joel, at least five times in the Knicks game, they find a way to just leave someone wide open. And it's like, how did you lose him? Like, like, why did you guys think like that guy in the corner was the guy you needed to double? Why? Why, Why? How? You know? So I'm like, I'm looking at this, and I'm just like, that Tyler Hero 3 should not have happened. It just shouldn't have. It, 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 it shouldn't have. Got to get out there. Stay on your guy. That's the yeah. one guy on that court besides uh, Duncan Robinson. And you just don't leave any, any wiggle room to. Right. All he needs is a little bit of, of light, and he's nailing that.
1: Just be in his ass the whole yeah. game. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, if, if we were playing 2K, I would put it to where it's, it's, uh, it's smother on, <laughs> smother ball. Yeah, to where you're like you're glued to him. You're not giving him any space. He's not
1: shooting. Sure. <laughs>
0: right. He's not sure. if, if if someone's gonna hit a three that kills us, let it be Jimmy Butler. I'm not mm-hmm. letting it be your two sharpshooters. Yep. You know.
1: Yeah, but- my biggest frustration was fucking uh, what's his name? Ah, uh, Bam, that motherfucker. There was just like a couple jump shots where I'm like. He didn't even look at the the basket, <laughs> but it went in. It was like money,
0: money. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. And I, I want to <laughs> ask you this because it bothered me a little bit. What the hell going on with Mitch? Like, why is he being overly aggressive on screens? I don't
1: know. Yeah, I don't know why they keep It's ridiculous. Like they, They're barely moving, but they keep calling this shit on him all the time. He's always on the, the fucking floor, too. It's fucking frustrating.
0: To me, when I look when I look at the replay, it looks like he's leaning more in with his shoulder than just being like a standing. And, and, and again, is it tiki tacky? Very much. Very much. But you can't lean in like that because they're going to sell it. When you hit a player on that screen, they're going to sell the hell out of it. So you got to find a way to where you're not leaning into it, to where the ref is going to call that 10 times out of 10. And they've been calling it 10 times out of 10. So, mm-hmm. if you're Mitch, knowing, knowing that we can't rely on Nerland Snowell every game, you got to not put yourself in situations to where you're getting in foul trouble. Like, Mitch is one of those guys that is like, all right, I mastered it, guys, to where I'm not fouling around the rim. I'm being smart. But I'm going to find ways to foul somewhere else. Like <laughs> Mitch, no, don't foul at all. <laughs> like, let yeah, perfect you... that.
1: 100%. Oh. But you know, um, Taj, you know, he's been ready to play.
0: Yeah, he had a three, he had a three Sunday. He did a three. I was like, Well, goddamn, Taj, well, why won't they let Mitch do that? <laughs> like, like this is like, Yeah, let's let the guy with one of the more ugliest jumpers in the league right now shoot that three. But Mitch,
1: nah. he's like, Clink,
0: <laughs> he's like, Mitch, nah, you stay in that paint. But, um, do you think there's any chance Rose plays tomorrow?
1: I don't know, man. He just got to Miami today. I don't know. uh, Maybe. He's not going to have a lot of practice time.
0: To me, I I knew you were going to say that. To me, I feel as though, like, I'll give you a perfect example. If, um, let's say, let's say next year New England has uh, Cam Newton as their quarterback, right? He goes down week eight, and they bring in Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo wouldn't need all that much practice time because he's very familiar with Josh McDaniels and Bill Belichick. Uh, It's more so the X's and O's that you kind of need to go over more so than the routine of like, what is asked of you. So I think because he's legit played with Tibbs everywhere Tibbs has been, the familiarity, you know, will be there enough for him to be able to play. Mm -hmm. Um, He'll look rusty because, you know, he's never played with some of these guys for sure. Yeah. Um, but I From think there, right, but I think Derrick Rose, if he's able to play tomorrow, I think there's no reason to believe he can't get 15 and and, and, and four. You know what I'm saying? Right. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> no. uh, I tell you what, it won't it won't hurt. That's <laughs> no, no, one thing I can I can definitely tell you. It will not hurt. It will not hurt, not not a bit. Um Anything else, Knicks, you want to go over? We we won't have much to talk about till we see Rose play and you know right. hopefully the Knicks can squeeze out a win uh, tomorrow. We we talked about this. If the Knicks can go one and one against Miami, that's a win yeah.
1: for us. That is a win. Yeah. we need to you know also catch Obi on when he's open. Yeah.
0: I, you know what you know what I didn't watch I didn't watch many Detroit games this year, so I can't speak to the chemistry between Rose and Blake. But one thing I will give Rose a lot of credit for is when he was with New York the first time, he was mm-hmm. catching Prezengas. He was what? catching Prezengas. Um, <laughs> That's That is true. But um, what I do like about Rose is he does still find ways to attract doubles on drives. So it will give Obi wide open space for like a, a floating dunk or an alley-oop. Um, so Derrick Rose's presence could help a lot to Obi Toppin. Uh, especially because I think Obi Toppin should be way better than he is, but that's just to a lack of, excuse me, of, of playing time and the lack of seeing the actual basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think once you kind of get him a playmaker that can get him in better positions. That's um, what I'm thinking. Yeah, he'll look more like the guy we, we knew he could be when we drafted him rather Wait. than what he's looked like uh, since he's been on the team.
1: Right, and I, you know, you're right. Maybe that, maybe that's something. Uh, Derek Rose can unlock because you know he's 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 more. Not that he's a more traditional point guard than Alfred, because I think Alfred's probably the more traditional point guard. Right. But I mean, he runs. You know, Derrick is looking to go up quicker. You know, he's not a half court guy, more, really. So he's definitely going to be looking forward to seeing who's up there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right,
0: and, and like I said, off drives. Um, like especially if Rose is getting hot off drives, he'll you know, it'll call for him to be double, and mm-hmm. that just leaves you know, that just leaves room for somebody. I'm just hoping that's Obi, but you know, somebody should be open whether it's a wide open three, whether it's a, a, an alley oop, a kick out, yeah. whatever the case.
1: That Rose boy's always open. That's sort of God, he's always open. He it's always so
0: finds like... a way to get open. It, it, it's frustrating, <laughs> you know what it is, Joel we're not point guards, right? Like, we won't even try to pretend like like we know what it takes to be a point guard. But right. There's nothing more frustrating than watching how open he is and going, well, if we see he's open, why doesn't the guy that gets paid to know that he's open? Right. <laughs> why yeah, don't, he what are you guys missing? <laughs> right. Like you, you practice this. So why is it that you practice it and probably perfect it, but then come game time, you're like, nope. Completely yep. forgot.
1: We finally found him once yesterday, and it was Taj Gibson. The good shit, Taj.
0: Right. It's like Taj has to be our point forward up apparently off the bench.
1: Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, there's Obi. <laughs>
0: right. He's like, oh, look at this open guy. Did anyone else notice? Um. All right. Let's move on. Let's let's talk. Uh, very briefly, because neither one of us care about it. Let's talk to Super oh. hmm um, Uh, the Buccaneers blew out Kansas City in convincing fashion, 31-9. to Um, I'll just ask you this. Are you under the mindset, because I I heard this a lot last night, that the referees gave the Buccaneers the game, or are you more so of Patrick Mahomes just never really looked into it um, that entire game?
1: I'm not blaming it on Patrick Mahomes. The Chiefs look like shit. How about that? The Chiefs look like shit. Like, shit, shit. <laughs> like, every time they had a moment, like, to have the ball, they gave it back. It was like – it felt like they gave the game away. It was really weird. So you think the refs were bought. I think the Chiefs were bought.
0: <laughs> <It> was <that laughs> bad. You know, it's, it's funny because I said heading into this game that the Chiefs have a bend-but-don't-break defense, right? Like, anytime you have a guy that can rush the quarterback – yeah, um, and oh, they broke yesterday. They broke a lot, but it shows you because Tampa Bay has so many weapons, right? So it's like you look at their their corners. You're like Breland uh, Honey Badger is probably their best defender um, uh, against a tight end or a big body like Mike Evans, right? But when right. you look at it, they just didn't mm-hmm. have anything to defend against Tampa Bay's weapons. Rob Gronkowski was as open as Ob Toppin. on an after Nick game a lot a lot I I kept seeing him and I was just like oh they must have thought like this was retired Rob like they're not guarding him um but yeah I mean no I look look I I never subscribe of the refs gave the game away I always have the feeling of if the ref isn't you know giving calls your way you got to figure out another way to win and being a Knicks fan, we know that more so than any sports team in American history. We never get calls, ever, 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 ever. Melo spent nine years here um, and never got a call. <laughs> so it's like, I still believe that Roy Hibbert, uh, quote-unquote, block was a foul. I'll take that to my grave. That was a foul that should have been called that wasn't because we're the Knicks. Um <laughs> So, I never subscribe to that. Find another way to win, you know? Stop them on, on defense. That'd be great. The ref had nothing to do with that. Stop them on defense. Yeah,
1: couldn't, we couldn't you do that either. Could, they weren't stopping nobody.
0: Protect Patrick Mahomes from being sacked. You couldn't do that either, you know? So, it's well, like a bunch
1: of holds. That's all I saw.
0: Right. So to me, it, people act like the Keys played a perfect game, but the refs kept robbing them. No, you played a horrible game that the refs just happened not to help, <laughs> you know? But you played a very, very, very bad game. Yeah. Um
1: very hard to watch. Thank you, Kansas City.
0: <laughs> we're not we're not even gonna go on that because I know how you feel about Brady and yep. I'm not a Buccaneers fan, so this isn't a, a happy moment necessarily for me either. Um <laughs> so we can move right along. Oh wait, I did want to ask you. Um, did you enjoy that halftime show? It was all right. Okay.
1: All right. I just
0: <laughs> I'm always of the mindset that I only want performers for the Super Bowl halftime show. I don't need um, necessarily names. And to me, the weeker the weekend, I'm sorry, is a phenomenal songwriter and and singer. He just like when you watch Bruno Mars do the Super Bowl and then you watch the weekend, there's a drastic difference. One's a performer, one's just a really great singer. yeah, you know. Yeah, Right, and that's how I felt. Like you know, and it's no, it's no shot to the weekend. Not everybody's a performer. Um, most people like he seems more like the Luther Vandross type that would just walk across the stage back and forth singing. Right, like he's not doing dances or a choreography that's really great. Yeah, he didn't
1: dance, but I right. whatever that thing was, it was a little intriguing. The whole
0: look like a haunted
1: house, whatever the fuck that was, that was weird, but. It caught my eye. And I wasn't and I usually don't even pay attention, I just listen. <laughs> but um yeah, whatever he was doing with the weird people in massive like fucking uh us and shit. <laughs> it was like okay. Yeah, he's
0: um he's a huge Joker fan, so he was going through like a whole phase where he had like uh this fake plastic surgery to make his yeah. face look really weird.
1: He looked like that that episode of Atlanta.
0: What the fuck yeah. Was yeah. <laughs> I know yeah. what you're talking about, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: um, that was a Super Bowl uh, to forget, um, but, uh, yeah, we can move on.
1: It was a uh, game.
0: Y- yes, very much so. And you know what? I, I laugh because people are like, man, this game was so boring. I'm like, you guys got to make up your mind. Like, you were telling us the, the Patriots-Rams game was Super boring was- because it was, was a score. lot of scoring. But then you get cool. a lot of scoring, and you're like, this was still so boring.
1: Yeah, it was one side <laughs> Never one side is boring.
0: Oh man, I tell you what, I enjoyed that year Seattle beat Denver and <laughs> Peyton Manning scored once. <laughs> I loved it, I was so entertained. I was like, Yeah, beat him. Um, but all right, speaking of Super Bowl, we got a trailer, uh, big trailer during the Super Bowl for Falcon and Winter Soldier. I'll yeah. start off with you, uh, Joel, your thoughts on this uh, second trailer for uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier.
1: Really good. I really enjoyed it. I had a really good time with it. We saw a couple cool things, um, but nothing completely crazy. I mean, a lot of the same shit for the most part, maybe extended versions of those. Um, so it really hasn't changed my hype. It's still like my hype, most hyped show. I can't wait for Falcon 1 and Soldier and what we don't know. I always look forward to that part of it. But yeah, I, I love Seeing them in all their glory, and they, I'm they, I love seeing fucking Zemo in this full costume, awesome. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited, super excited.
0: Yeah, I always tell people it's the little things with me. Um, Zemo wearing that mask was just beautiful, it was poetic. Um, yeah. because I'm I wearing
1: see- it in the poster, it's fucking beautiful,
0: <laughs> right? Because I swear to you, after that movie, I just said, I, I remember saying, like, they did a Mandarin like a way better a way better um pull-off but you you guys just refuse to give us comic accurate villains huh um and you know when we heard that you know we would see Zemo again I was like oh okay then you know I take it back um but he's just one of those people that it's like it's a mask why did you avoid that you know like yeah it's not anything expensive it's not an extra budget you got to put towards it it's a purple mask put it on them you know mm-hmm. but it was obviously about the creation of zemo the evolution mm-hmm. of zemo um so you know it Worth. was part of a larger uh, you know, a larger plan so that's why it's like okay then i completely understand um but i tell you i was pissed at the end of the civil war where it was like he didn't even really fight anybody. He didn't have the mask, like you know what I'm saying. It's all, it's all you already, right, you already stripped the fact that he didn't have a long-standing beef with Captain America because of his dad. So I'm like, what? Yeah, made him cook. yeah I was just like, I'm not liking any of this. <laughs> like none of it. Um, but it, it's the ultimate payoff, and it looks like we're gonna get the Zemo we've always read about. Uh, and seen in cartoons, um, so this looks great. Uh, I, I do like the buddy cop aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I am all for Bucky and Sharon Carter in this show. They're outside of Zemo. They're my two most anticipated um, uh, coming into this show. That I'm just super excited to, uh, to see more of. Um, Sharon Carter, by the way, I don't know who she's been training with, but she's mm-hmm. gotten pretty ass. <laughs> Like... <laughs> I don't know what happened, but she was just like, I got to learn how to fight better. Um, but yeah, no, it looks really good. Didn't really give us much more of what we can expect story-wise, besides the fact that clearly these two don't like each other.
1: Um <laughs> rivalry. Yeah, you know?
0: no, not not like enemies, more so just like, you know, um, uh, kind of like that playful, I don't like you, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. We're friends, but you know, you know what it is? It's the Goku Vegeta syndrome. It's the, yeah. I like you a lot. I even respect you, but I will never let you know that.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's it out loud.
0: <laughs> right. I'll never say that out loud. Um, so I, I, I did like that. You know, I brought some humor to it. You know, it was a really good um, trailer to have. I am disappointed that uh, what I had heard about Eternals didn't come true. Um, Thanks. You know, it... it I also didn't like the fact that Falcon and Warner Soldier was the only one that we got, but uh, we, all do we, got. Know, we do know how much it costs to air these trailers. So it just, it, you know, fundamentally, I guess it makes sense. Right. Um, but yeah, no, I really enjoyed the trailer. Um, now, what I was dying to talk about, because we have a lot to talk about, mm-hmm. was the news that just broke today, which was what me and you have been saying since we first saw Stargirl which was CW mm-hmm. allowing um, HBO Max to kind of budget out um, you know, shooting these shows. They're going to share. Right, right. They're going to share it. To me, I love it because these shows should look better than they do. But we understood because it's on the CW, it could only look but so good, right? Yeah, um, especially so I, there. I really do think the flash, the flash, honestly, if they give that show a bigger, a better, not a bigger, a better budget, that show could extend itself another few seasons. Um, it, it sometimes takes me out of it to see the guy that's supposed to be running so fast, how slow they slow it down for us to see it. There's a way to do that to where it still works. Like when you watch suicide squad and you see uh, Barry, um, kind of take down uh, Captain Boomerang mm-hmm. that, that is shot so they didn't slow that down for us that shot really fast mm-hmm. uh, and we still get the gist of it so I'm like I kind of want to see Barry's speed done better um, now right. to be fair they have not said what shows exactly will benefit from this uh, we know Stargirl mm-hmm. will um, we don't know if this is extending to all shows or if this is maybe from new shows going forward
1: Okay. Um, I believe it's it, it's starting off in one place mm-hmm. and then it, they, the plan is for all of them, but I mean not all of the most certain ones. Right. Like says, HBO Max is here and talks to co-finance original shows. Yeah, so I guess all original shows to premiere on HBO Max and then air on the CW the following day. Just like what happened last year with, with Stargirl and uh, DC Universe.
0: Right, so when you <laughs> read that out loud, does that sound like to you legends of tomorrow flash and batwoman oh, or does that sound like Supergirl of and all girl and going?
1: all original them? shows all original shows
0: okay that's what it sounds
1: like to me all of them so
0: okay because when i when you said original i put that as superman and lois is brand new um star girl's brand new because you know that came from hbo yeah i mean as new shows going forward not what's already not what's already there
1: well it well, depends they said all original shows so I mean if it's co-fining its original shows if it's an original show I mean all the CW shows are original shows
0: well I tell Pretty you much. what I, I hope so because it could give it could give a lot of these these shows uh, a new shelf life um just looking at how great Superman looks in Superman and Lois um yeah you know, to me I'm like uh, green four seasons already if it's the gonna pilot,
1: be- the pilot the um the reviews for the pilot comes out i think tomorrow
0: oh perfect 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 we'll i gotta find out one of those. um i can't say the name of it but dom actually just got screeners for a specific superhero show on amazon
1: oh
0: <laughs> i think you can guess which one it is i can't say anymore on-, on air but i think you can guess what it is. yeah and i want um, them <laughs> <laughs> i want them hell i haven't even seen them um but yeah so i mean this is great news this is great news for the cw um HBO max doesn't really need this as much as cw does um it'll just extend the shelf life for a lot of for a lot of shows that some people just can't really get into because it seems so low budgeted um you know it just like star girl I-, I told you my biggest issue with star girl being on the cw would be if they were going to use the CW budget. You right. know, I was really glad that they didn't because I'm like, that's how you get Jawan completely uninterested. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like I'm like, I don't need you to CW this show up. I need you to keep it, keep it exactly what it is. Um. So yeah, I mean, you know, great. I I, I love this. I don't know whose idea this was, but it's not a bad one. I can tell no, you. no, not at all. So. Fingers crossed that this is all all shows, and you know, fingers crossed to Hopefully, this is a sign that we can expect uh, a lot more new shows to come to the CW and HBO Max uh, shared soon. Yeah, I still think what would be great for CW is a Booster Gold Blue Beetle show. I think that would be really great for them. Blue Gold, right? Because that that's a project where you can dumb it down and just make it a comedy and nobody would feel robbed um you know because you look at something like arrow and you're like that's a show that should have been comical but wasn't and then you tried to make it comical um yeah. you know flash is a show that should be taking itself a little bit more seriously but doesn't uh yeah. and I'm, not, I'm not saying i'm against any of it i get it it's, it's the cw's formula but a project that would fit right into their formula would be Booster Gold. In, in,
1: in. Yeah, they definitely would have fit into CW. They most definitely should have should have been in the CW. A hundred percent. They, no. <laughs> they
0: always, weren't
1: allowed to. I know they wanted to use Blue Beetle for sure.
0: I did. Uh, you did tell me that a while ago. Yeah, that they wanted yeah. to
1: the Atom was supposed to be Blue Beetle.
0: Right, that's what you were telling me. Okay, that's what you were telling me.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: but to me, I always say never say never. Um, you know, to me, as long as I see those two somewhere, um, I I'm fine, you know, right. it's just been too long. Those two guys need some screen time for sure. Um, but all right, let's move on. Let's get into WandaVision before we get into any more small Marvel or DC news. Let's get into uh, WandaVision (laughs) because that's going to be a bulk of our, our talking time is, is, is that, uh, Mm -hmm. let's go ahead and knock that out. Um, again, as always, like I always tell you every time we do this. I've talked myself into exhaustion from Saturday. So I want you to lead this off, and then I'll fill in here and there. Uh, but your thoughts on episode five of WandaVision?
1: Ooh, WandaVision. Um, it was a very good episode. I mean, I don't think there's an episode I haven't liked, to be fair. But they just keep getting better and more broad and, like, it's just, it's just the characters that they they finally included, you know. Um, so I'm just more and more excited every episode. So this one, for instance, to summarize, um, it, it was the 80s, I guess. So um, I loved how I was I was actually narrowing down like what was the fucking intro you like from which shows? Um, and I think we came down. It was Family Ties and then Growing Pains, and I think some of uh, Full House. So that was the the intro for the shows for the eighties. The, uh, the sitcom that that's the, the one they used for. It. Um, we saw babies, uh, Tommy and Billy, who you we know were born in the last episode, um, grew up. Um, Agnes showed up to babysit, and they eventually got bigger. Do you think she had anything to do with them getting older?
0: No. Okay. So I was asked this. If you watch it closely, because I, I brought this up, that because everyone was saying, like, oh, Wanda is why they age. But when you watch it, when they were in the crib and she was trying to get them to stop crying, mm-hmm. she was talking to Vision. And when she turned back around, they were five. And then Agnes was sitting on the counter and she was like, Whoof, can't control yeah. these kids, huh? So yeah. it seems like it, but... I'm going to throw this out there. I don't believe this myself, but it seems like this show isn't catering to Wanda and Vision how we know them to be. Um it's a good chance these kids are able to age themselves.
1: Right. I'm not saying, I mean after the fact I think they can. I just thought like maybe initially because like you know Wanda Literally, like she tried to put him to sleep and it wasn't working. Right. Like she's like, I can't control. And then look, and then Agnes says it right after that, you can't control these kids. So it's like, well, why? You know what else <laughs> she couldn't control? She couldn't control that stupid swan either, or whatever that bird was. <laughs> yeah, she could the uh, uh, flamingo, the flamingo. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Not flamingo. It was white. I don't know what the fuck that thing. No
0: was. crane. It was a
1: crane or some shit. I don't oh. Know. N- Oh no no it was a uh, stork right uh, what's it called It was stork. a stork you're right it was a stork
0: I'm yeah. thinking it's
1: I have no idea <laughs> You're like fly pelican you're like fucking Scarface. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like that
0: No but you're right it was a stork cuz it was representing the uh the, the,
1: the stork in the on the wall Right yeah. That's why I really I came to him Oh shit it was a stork no oh, shit All right well yeah he came out of the wall and then he wouldn't go away with the red smoke so that's the second time that, and then she can't control vision. It seems not all the way, at least. Um, she's she's more or less manipulating, or at least the the, the the surroundings are manipulating vision. You know, right. So if you come down, if it comes down to that, those are the only things she can't control at the moment that we've seen. Maybe there's more. I just I can't think of anything else. Um, Wait, and there man. really has been an animal every episode, right?
0: Yes, this one was a lion the lion
1: it was a tiger
0: a tiger sorry God damn. and it was also the dog
1: because you know the dog right. was that.
0: <laughs> which by the way um Tia and and Patrick uh, when we were doing the live they're they're both big 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 pet fans right right and I was telling Tia I was just like you know because I was asking everybody because no one no one knew I was like do you guys know where they got the dog from yeah. um, and they're like no I was like the comics the Tom was it Tom King's comic
1: yeah it was Vision comics yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, and I said, uh, so I guess none of you guys read it, but I said that dog died horribly in that comment. They're like, What do you mean he got like hit by a car? I was like, No, he got it hit by a vision's daughter multiple times, <laughs> like <laughs> she killed that dog <laughs> brutally. Yeah. Um, but the base... like... go ahead, no, go ahead. I was gonna say, The basis of why that was important. Um, of why that scene when Agnes is holding the dog is important, and she even says he got into her leaves is that's what led to his death. In, in the well, you know, outside of being bashed in, but yeah, uh, in the well,
1: comic- well, yeah, he got bashed in in the comics too. when we got one, he got bashed in the comics, they, they looked through his body, and you saw this though that leaf exactly. that she was talking about
0: that track back to Agatha Harkness, right?
1: Right, 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 yep. So that that'll probably probably play a factor, and i mean she said that he ate it you know yeah uh, and if we see him again will he will he look the same because i know the dog is like green in the comic books
0: <laughs> oh he um, is green yeah because he takes after vision yeah
1: right because it's part of the business family so yeah, yeah so he was green so i'm not saying that's gonna happen but you yeah, never know um and i and i think what the biggest part of that was also you saw how um she had two conversations with those kids, you know, and they, there was a one point when they, um, they asked her about, uh, her, does she have a brother? And she says, yes, but you know, he's far away now. And then later on when they see the dog and the dog died and it's like, you can do anything, mom, you can't, you could can bring him to life. And she looked at them like she like, she never thought of that, but, but at the same time, also <laughs> like, um, I can't like you can't bring people back to life or whatever, even though Agnes was very adamant I'm like you could do that. Like she was like <laughs> frightened, like, oh shit, I I killed this dog. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> and if the dog can talk, you know, <laughs> one of those things, like oh that's not good. Um so we'll see how that plays out later on. But I think that was all leading all the way up to of course the ending. You know, that I thought that was another All those moments led up to the the return of a secret somebody. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I I did also notice how often in that episode they use words like speed, quick, fast. Um, You know, all words that obviously could lead to her son that is a speedster. But, you know, once you see the big reveal, you're kind of like- She
1: doesn't know that yet.
0: (laughs) No, 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 no. I'm saying, I don't mean her saying it for our benefit. I mean, the fact that, those words were used so often within this episode. Between um, right. I mean, the ability to do things fast and the ability to bring things back to life. Once you see the big reveal, you're kind of like, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Because look, we um, never see that speed, like Vision, use that speed shit ever again since that episode.
0: No, not at all. It, it seems like, because again, it seems like it was their way of of letting general audience members know. That if you ever do see this kid get speed, this is how he got it. Um, you know, albeit that's not how
1: the got it. it.
0: Yeah. Right. Um, but, you know, again, we get it. They're, they're doing fundamental changes that make sense to general audience members. We get it. You know, we don't really that's- have a problem with it, but it's damn sure not accurate
1: (laughs) yeah well we'll see how that what the fuck that was about because i think i think that'll play a factor in later like what the fuck was going on there um but um what else happened let's go outside real quick before we come we go back to you know the surprise at the end um so um monica's getting examined um something her like blood work came in weird or whatever the fuck
0: yeah, uh, it was showing. It was showing yeah. what, what looks like to be like, um, like a photon. Uh, they were mm-hmm. alluding to like it looked like she was exuding. Uh, it looked like a
1: bright light, like a flash. <laughs>
0: right, right. Like those were maybe exuding some abilities or something like that. It was it was meant to look very weird.
1: Um, yeah, oh yeah. I mean, it's possible that I could all lead to that, but it just it came up like the results came out like inconclusive. So, like right. we want, we need more testing. She's like, nah fuck that. I'm done."
0: <laughs> <laughs> she was like, "Yeah, no, I'm not. I- I- I'm out of here." <laughs>
1: yeah. So that that's that was funny. Um, and I wonder. She didn't want to take the test again. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think wonder she maybe if if she has powers at all maybe maybe she
0: had powers prior and we didn't know about it you know what i mean that's very possible it's also possible because we know wanda wanda's powers comes from the um the the mind stone right the the uh the exposure to the mind stone so it is possible that wanda using her powers (laughs) on monica like that uh didn't give monica uh, abilities because me and you are very adamant on that it didn't give her powers but maybe it unlocked her power, oh,
1: or awakened, yeah, or awakened. for sure. Right,
0: right. So that's very possible. So that maybe that's that, that's probably why.
1: That's interesting, yeah. Um, that would make her a mutant. <laughs> that would. Um,
0: would you Would you be against that?
1: No, no, I would not. Yeah. Uh, cause what I mean, uh, uh, like I don't even remember how Monica got her powers. To be honest, so
0: I really don't either. I swear to you, for the longest, I thought she just got it through birth, <laughs> like because <of> her mom. <laughs> I don't remember
1: either. Uh, I know Captain Marvel. No, she wasn't. Monica was Captain Marvel at one point. So uh, again, so I don't remember exactly. Yeah. Um, Goddamn, it's just a lot of history there. Um,
0: oh, speaking of that, elaborate, Joelle, on the salt that Monica was was throwing Captain Marvel's way.
1: Oh yeah, well they had they had a little. Debate over like, who, like Wanda, beating Thanos, or like, it, it, she said that she could take her on by herself, and then Wade and we was like, "Well, I would." I make an argument that Captain Marvel could have probably took him, and she kind of gave this dirty look, considering like we're not talking about her, we're talking about one. Right. <laughs> I'm like, "Oh shit!" Well, there's obviously some history there that we don't know about. So I'm saying, here it comes again. There's probably some more. There's probably stuff we don't know that happened before she got dusted you know what i mean there's stuff there you know I, what I mean so
0: i chalked that up to i think i think again you know, this is just me realistically theorizing here but i think part of monica's beef with captain marvel might be um she blames captain marvel for taking her mom away um and losing like a lot of good because we heard it the the last episode at the beginning she went to go live with her her grandmother Mm-hmm. Um, you know, while her mom was doing stuff with Captain Marvel, right. um, so it's a good chance that maybe she, re- you know, I, her mom dying while she was dusted, she kind of resents the fact that she didn't have a lot more time with her mom, and, and maybe she blames Captain Marvel for it. To me, realistically, that's where my mind went because it's like you, you don't really think that Carol Danvers was out there doing crazy stuff that would have affected Monica, you know, it's more so. That resentment of, like, you know, you're the reason I didn't have my mom. Like, one day, you yeah. know, I'm with my mom. The next day, it's like, hey eh, you gotta go live with your grandma. Well, I'm gonna go see some aliens. <laughs> like, like, you. Gotta- That's another thing. Like they've talked about.
1: She knows this. Like, uh, was a space engineer, whatever the fuck yeah. it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, it's like, well, who is that? Like, what what person is she talking about? And then, like, some people, yeah, some people were theorizing it might be a fucking scroll.
0: <laughs> her best friend was a scroll. Right. Um, uh, Blue Eyes, I think, is what she called her, or something like that. Right, right. Um, it very well could be her. And a lot of right. people are immediately going to Reed Richards, Sue Storm. Um, Which
1: would be great, but maybe too soon.
0: <laughs> it, well, I look at it like this, Joel. It's, it feels like this show has been planting seeds, right? And we could be looking into this way larger than even the, the people that make the show were but um there's a very good chance that this show is what leads to the idea of fantastic four like it looks like they're playing up the idea that sword is who uh you know kind of initiates the the protocol that sends them out there and then they get their powers right like they're going to be working with sword right that's what it seems like they're going towards right. but realistically her best friend was a scroll who was really smart at like five years old. Yeah. Um, so mm-hmm. it's very likely it's her friend, the scroll. Um. But again, this show has shown us Joelle that we can't um count anything out. So is it possible Understood. that her mm-hmm. best friend or not best friend that her good friend was Sue Storm? Yeah. <laughs> or Reed yeah. Richards. Like that's very possible. Very.
1: Right. Right. I mean, I hope it's someone more notable, but you know, look we know that she's gonna get that thing. <laughs> um they show it in the trailer, like one of the trailers, um, that she's driving that shit. So somebody makes it for her <laughs> yeah. at yep. some point. Yeah. So we're gonna see who or they're gonna at least mention it, I hope. Um unless they keep it a secret. I mean that would that would be kinda cool, you because know, If they keep it
0: secret, I think we can then assume it's somebody Fantastic Four, right? Because to me, it's like no other character you need to keep under lock and key unless it's someone that's a mutant because they don't exist yet or the Fantastic Four because you haven't introduced them yet. Like anyone else, you should be able to freely introduce and and be like, oh, the whole time it was Hank McCoy. Like, really? (laughs) (laughs) Like, well, I'll be damned. (laughs) Like, where did you meet him? Yeah. Um, But uh, I told you I wrote down a whole bunch of notes because I wanted to ask you some stuff. Um, we got here. Um, oh, here's, here's, here's my biggest thing for you. Okay. Um, my working theory is the missing guy Wu is looking for uh-huh. could be who Pietro really is. Okay. Um, and That's the reason I one. say that is because Wu kept saying when he was talking to Monica that um, the guy that went missing... He was asking around, and not only does no one know him, people are saying they've never heard of him. So it's very possible the guy he's looking for has the ability to clear people's minds wherever he goes, and he is the one who created the manipulation um, that Wanda is just keeping up. Um, so I kept going through this, and I'm like, it's not an, ins- it's not an insane theory it's not one of those like eureka moments. It's kind of like right there looking us in the face of what's very possible, which is this could be more the uh, that story that Wu gave us could be a little bit more than meets the eye. Um, so I, I'm, I'm keeping an eye on that because I've, I wholeheartedly, Joel, believe Evan Peters as, because again, when you read the credits, the end credits, they only call him Pietro. Um so it's a really good chance cuz again we'll get to this I want us to work our way up to that that uh final scene but he showed up exactly when Wanda needed him the most exactly yeah and he showed up right before things unraveled more like it seems like he was sent to keep Wanda within this illusion before exploding it right um so I look at that the next thing I love how the director Tyler was queuing up Jimmy Wu to give us the name Scarlet Witch. Mm-hmm. Um, but she she has earned that. So she, she'll work her way to that. Um, <laughs> yeah, she's almost there. She's literally like right there. But I love that he was queuing Jimmy Wu up for that because I think that was more to us. Like, I, guys, it, it's, it's coming. Um, so I love that. Let me see what else I got here. Um, the director for sure sees Wanda only as a villain. Um, only as a villain. And I, I said this Saturday, I love anytime time the uh, Sokovia Accords comes up um, because I don't want that to ever be lost in a shuffle. Like, you know, a lot of people kind of feel like, oh, after Endgame, the government doesn't care. The Avengers saved the world. So who cares about the Accords? I like the <laughs> idea that the government still wholeheartedly cares about the Sokovia Accords. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just interesting going forward how these new heroes come into the fold when the government is still whole hum on, no, 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 no. You go where I tell you to go, you know, like that didn't die, <laughs> you know? And the two biggest people to, to defend that either left or right are gone, you know? So who fights for the rights of these heroes now? Um, so I'm, I'm really curious about how that, how that goes, how that goes forward. Um, I did put here in my notes, Joel, you're going to laugh at this. Uh, I put in my notes those kids will definitely be soul shards for mephisto <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm a, that that seems right <laughs> yeah that, I was like that is almost a guaranteed at this point um oh did you notice and, and i I know you and I know your eyes did you notice that vision was uh broken into pieces uh when Wanda yes. break them
1: yes yes
0: so my working theory is Joel that Tyler only released part of the video. The full video could be Wanda finding out that they're using Vision as a weapon, and she rescues him. Yep, steals him to create this illusion. She's saving him based off of what she knows. He is as
1: well. Right. Right.
0: Yeah. Don't. Don't. The opposite. Using me. (laughs) Exactly. And again, uh part of the sword name that they changed for, for the MCU is what Vision is, you know? Um, so I'm like, mm, Tyler's up to some shit, Joel. He's not... I his, agree. You know, he's very much... He's more Robert Redford than he is Nick Fury. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely he's definitely
1: a shady bastard.
0: A hundred percent. Um, I know you noticed the... And again, I, I told people this Saturday... When I say it was a nod, I don't mean it was a confirmed nod. I just saw it as a nod. Uh, the nod mm-hmm. of Wanda going full Magneto from X-Men 1. Yeah, definitely a nod. Yeah. But I'm just saying, I don't like to say it like it's confirmed. Because I'm sure if you ask a showrunner, they're like, well, no, we just thought it was really cool. Like, we didn't, you know. And it's like, well, bullshit. That, that was exactly how Magneto did it. <laughs> like, who are you fooling here? Um, so I think that's something to kind of look out for. Um, let's see if I had anything else really good here. Um, uh, oh, I do like in the comics how Scarlet, uh, Scarlet Witch always referred to her powers as hex powers, and Darcy keeps calling this the hex. I thought yeah, that was pretty cool.
1: because of the hexagonal shapes,
0: right? Right, um. <laughs> All right, Last two things I got here because everything else to me is just not really important that I have here. Um, Wanda can't remember how this all started, which is a hint to her being honest about, I'm not controlling this town. Like, Do you think I'm controlling how people pee, go to work, brush their teeth, go to bed on time? That's mm-hmm. a lot of energy. I got kids and, and a husband I'm trying to fool. <laughs> I don't have time to be dealing with the whole town. Mm-hmm. Um Oh, that's the... Okay, three things. So that was one of it, that well, Wanda can't remember how this all started. The second okay. thing is there is a reason and only me and Dom agreed on this. So I'm curious your thoughts. All right. Me and Dom kept saying there's a reason why Norm, when Vision snapped him out of it, didn't say Wanda's name. There is a chance he's not talking about Wanda. Yeah, no, I agree. There is a very good chance he's talking about Agnes. Mm-hmm. a very good chance I'd be very interested to see what Norm zapped out of it uh, if he sees Agnes like how he reacts you know um, right. but I didn't take that as oh nope it's official Juan is controlling everything I took it more so like if this show is showing us anything it's how deceitful it can be about the more obvious of things and I'm like very possible that he was talking about someone else um because he could have just said Wanda right or, or scarlet or, you know well no, Wanda um he could have very easily said Wanda's doing this to me vision why you know what I'm saying there's a reason why he just said she um so I'm, I''m that's in the back of my head but the last thing was um I thought this was brilliantly done um the Lagos the Lagos yes. paper towel commercial
1: yes <laughs> and
0: how the the red juice was symbolizing all the blood spills Mm-hmm. Um and how you know and, and I also brought this point up and then I'm gonna let you take us into the the um the shock at the end. Um, I don't think Wanda's seeing these commercials. I think it's only being viewed by the watchers.
1: The watchers, like the viewers,
0: the viewers, like uh, that, the are, viewers, uh, that uh, are actually watching. I'm like oh well now
1: you're taking it to another yeah, place. No no no.
0: no, no. <laughs> um, sorry no um but the reason i say that is think about it all four four or five of those commercials five mm-hmm. of those commercials are the worst possible things to ever happen to wanda why would she mm-hmm. want to relive them yeah they're, like, sub, they're subliminal subconscious exactly, commercials exactly exactly that that that's why i'm saying if if we were building a puzzle this this commercial was the biggest piece to the Wandavision puzzle, and I say well, that. Let's, let's
1: go through it then. Let's start from the beginning. What was the Stark. first commercial about? The it?
0: first one was the the Stark toaster that was beeping right. like the the bomb that didn't go off. Right. of Ultron.
1: Right. That off. was her. That's where kind of this all started, almost right. for her. That's where her parents died and shit like that.
0: Yep. So that was the all first right. commercial.
1: Okay. Second, second
0: commercial was the Strucker watch. Correct. Uh, signifying, obviously struck her, her t- guy that that made her into what she is right um the third one was the bathtub that was the right. nod to agents of shield
1: the blue the soap yeah the right. so mind control soap
0: right um i don't remember the fourth one you're gonna have to help me with the fourth one. I
1: fourth guess. one there was nothing there was no commercial for the fourth no, one no because that was in it wasn't in the sitcom
0: Oh, that's right. You're right. You're absolutely right. Okay, so it was nothing for that. So there's four. Sorry, there's, I said five because I thought there was one for each episode. So four. So then the last one was obviously, excuse me, um, the uh Lagos. the Lagos paper towels. Where she um, apologizes basically. She's like, I wasn't. I was an accident. <laughs> exactly. You know, alluding to Wanda doing that by accident. She didn't kill right. people on purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's another big piece to this puzzle showing you maybe Wanda's not in control of what's happening.
1: Yeah, those are her trying to, maybe it's her, like you said, maybe it's her sending out messages.
0: That's her way of, like, saying it's not me. (laughs) Right, right. Now, this is why I love this show, right? Because Wanda comes out the house with her kids. We obviously see that Tyler uh, initiated that drone to come in there and blow her up, right? Yeah. see her eyes turn red. Right. Yep. Then we see her exit the uh exit the uh, the dome. The bubble, right? The bubble that she created. Now, this is one. I told you I'd only give you one per episode. This is my crazy theory. All right. Right. That wasn't Wanda that came out of there. That was mm. not Wanda that came out of there. And the reason why I say that is, um, you can't say in one vein, I'm not in control of everything here, right? Mm -hmm. And then in the very next vein, you showing how in control of everything you are. Yeah, It's a bit confusing. Like, if if this is all someone else is doing, and you're just, you know, part of it, wouldn't you tell them that and tell them to help you get out of this? Like, all you need is just (laughs) and you can go anywhere. You know? But it didn't seem like in that moment she had any interest of leaving. So it's like, well, no. are you trapped or
1: <laughs> or well, are you doing this? It's the same issue she had when she went back inside though. Like when she had that the argument with vision, she's and he that's why I said I think he's right. I don't think she was aware until more recently, where she's starting to she's just going with it now because she's like in a good place because she has a family. Cause that's all it comes back to. Like she has her family and whatever is like whatever's going on is feeding her her families to to keep to keep her you know in control right that's what it seems like the more family she gets the more happy she gets so she keeps her in control more or less
0: i i do wholeheartedly believe that someone leaked to wanda um and i do believe we'll see this later on and you know that i'm theorizing here this is not me spoiling anything you know i've stayed away from spoilers altogether hell Mm -hmm. you almost spoiled me with the damn toy thing that you sent me um so i've stayed i've stayed super clear away from spoilers so this is me theorizing i do think someone maybe alerted wanda to vision being used as a weapon yeah to her going to retrieve vision and Mm. then i do believe someone got really cozied up with wanda learning a lot about her and has now constructed this world to fit her perfectly, like a glove, like a glove. Yeah. You know?
1: And you notice that um, Vision, how he can touch you and kind of, like he did with Norm, I think what his name was. Yeah, it was Norm. Right. Well, he can basically like snap him out of it. Mm-hmm. That's very similar to what happened in House of M with Wolverine. Like Wolverine, yes. is like the only person that can like snap people out of shit.
0: <laughs> exactly. Spot on, Joel. Not a lot of people have been talking about that. Spot on. Um, Wolverine did indeed do that. He was one of the uh the only ones that had the ability to kind of see, see what was what was what. Well what was, yeah. Right. Um, but, this is bullshit <laughs> uh, and, and, and I'm passing this to you to lead us to the, the big surprise of this but mm-hmm. I gotta give Paul Bettany a lot of credit he found a way to take a character that has probably the most unenthused um, personality out of anybody in the MCU and give that character so much character um, yeah. the emotion that was exuding from Paul Bettany's vision in this was was phenomenal um, mm-hmm. and quick thing, I brought this up Saturday because someone asked me, they're like, Juwan, uh, I know how deep into this you get. I know you looked up all those names that rolled during the, the credits where Wanda was trying to end it. They're <laughs> like, you know, was there anything significant there to anyone that was wondering? Which is probably no one, all those names are just people that are part of um the crew, uh, the crew. Yeah, they're just crew members, mm-hmm. uh, like you know, uh, stage designer and you know, uh, artist. stuff like yeah stuff like that but uh yeah walk us into uh walk us through joelle the argument with vision and wanda and then lead us into our big surprise
1: yeah well that whole thing it uh, it was crazy because uh, vision is obviously starting to notice shit and like notice that she's uh, kind of ignoring it uh, and it's starting to annoy the shit out of him so he got upset and then she tries to like shut the whole conversation down with <laughs> starting the credits all right we're over we're done <laughs> we'll start this again tomorrow. Uh, Envision was not having it. He got upset again and walked out there and started yelling. And he even got he got so mad he started floating. And then she got mad and started floating. And um, yeah, they had their words. And uh, she's trying to say that look, it's not all me. You know, like I can't control everybody in here. I don't know what, what kind of person you think I am. And because he was upset for Norm, because Norm's father's sick and. Um he's upset and he's hurt and he feels like that like he's in pain, you know, and he feels grief or whatever the fuck it is. Um, so so Vision is trying to tell Wanda to stop because like he's like, I know what you're doing, you have to stop this. Uh and she's like, I'm not doing that. I'm like, and she's like, she's obviously doing some shit, but she's also saying like she's not doing everything. I can't control everything that's going on here uh and he doesn't kind of believe her because like the whole time she's kind of been manipulating him and then right when there's some type of breakthrough the doorbell rings uh and then she goes and she's like i didn't do that and like he's like i want to believe you but the the numbers are not in your favor so far (laughs) (laughs) you've been fucking with me this whole time
0: right yeah like you want Uh, me to believe you now yeah no not a chance
1: so she gets up and walks to the door uh, and in shock, she's like looking and she, she looks kind of confused. <laughs> she's like, I don't know what the fuck I'm looking at, but he looks kind of like, uh, and then Vision walks to the door and is like, who the hell's this guy? Um, yeah. And then it, it comes out and then she kind of, like, she says his name with like a question mark, like Pietro? because it looks like at least from when we saw it from behind it looked like pietro and when you see it it is pietro but it's not the pietro we know it's the pietro from or the quicksilver from the uh, x-men universe um the, the fox x-men universe where where his name was actually peter in that universe but anyway um but people will know him as quicksilver from the fox universe so uh, that's the big surprise evan peters is now been recasted in the show and the sitcom as her brother uh and then he goes in and gives her a hug and shit and and asks who the hell's. uh who basically i guess he doesn't know who vision is and vision doesn't know who he is so it's new introductions except the only people that know each other it looks like only Quicksilver knows who one is in this in this scenario um so that's the big surprise of the day, and we all knew Evan Peters was in it. We just weren't sure exactly who he was, and we thought to be honest. I'm still not 100 sure who he is, right? We were Without both, that. right? We were just talking about that. We don't know for sure that he's actually that Pho or a Pho at all, you know. um And I have my theories too, like like you were saying that you think the missing person that we was looking for is him and i'm like i i I don't disagree i think you might be right or at least you're close to right because in my opinion the person that's missing apparently was under witness protection right yep so what witness protection from what so the first thing i think about is maybe mob ties and who has who's known for having mob ties um grim reaper you know what I mean? He had a close connection to the mom, and so Grim Reaper is there in my head. You know that's how I'm thinking. So maybe if he's there, why is he there? And he's related to Simon. So what happens? If maybe Evan Peters is Simon. You know what I mean? Very possible. You know, like the whole time, like maybe that's who he was. Like maybe that's who he's playing. Maybe he's playing Wonder Man, and like that's the role he was given in this
0: new town or whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's just a theory. <laughs> I mean, look, look, I've I, one thing I've learned and I've just given into it is there's no right answers. There's nothing for us. Joel, me and you have read every single comic that this show is supposed to be based off of, and it has very loosely touched on all of them. Yeah. So there is no clear roadmap for what to expect in this show. All right. you can expect is the unexpected. So to right. me, Wonder Man's not out of the realm of possibility. Hell, let's be honest with ourselves, Joel. He could be their Quicksilver. We don't. Yeah. know. We have yeah. no idea. We're that just has saying. not
1: been uh, debunked. <laughs> exactly.
0: Me and you are just saying we find it hard to believe. We don't think it's that simple. It's, it, it's I was basic. just about to say those exact words that it's that it's that simple.
1: Right, right. There's more, think, and that. we both believe that Mephisto is behind a lot of it
0: percent. I, I I tell you what, I've now worked myself into a mindset that I will be pissed if it's not Mephisto. Not
1: Mephisto. You're like, ah, yeah.
0: damn it. Who the fuck was yeah. it? Yeah, it's like who would me, who would it be? Like in my head, like who is? It's like, not Mephisto. Who is it? To me, don't take the most prevalent part of Wanda's life, and then take out who is responsible for it. Like. Right. Come on, like you got a character named Agnes that you refuse to just like come out and say she's Agatha Harkness. I guess right. it. it'll be worth the wait. So I'm like, if you do have Agatha Harkness in the show, but the villain the villain's nightmare, why? Why would you do that? <laughs> like, yeah. Why it's random, it's
1: random. I mean, nightmare doesn't make sense.
0: Not really, at all. You know? Like, like Nightmare makes sense in a Doctor Strange movie. Yeah. Right. But for this. It needs unless to
1: be mephisto yeah like it, it just makes sense for mephisto to me it just it, it all comes back because like, like the demon that played a big part in her history was Kathan. and Kathan, instead of using Kathan, just used a bigger demon in mephisto and like replace him you know like
0: I mean like know, think right. about this joel you could say house of M wouldn't have happened if not for mephisto
1: yeah I mean more or less. Yeah, you know, that, that's basically it because she went Correct? nuts
0: Exactly. So I'm like, you're touching this this shell is pretty much they call it WandaVision, but it's House of M, right? It's 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 not House of M it's, in the it, sense it's of a like, version
1: of House of M. The, right, exactly. the, 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 the aesthetic of it.
0: Right. Yeah, because it's
1: not House of M because there's no Magneto and there's no right.
0: mutant so it's, controlling the world. <laughs> like, it's, it's as loose of an adaptation of that comic as Civil War was. And here's the thing: a lot about about well, especially with House
1: of M, people get confused a lot. House of M is literally her. The mutants are in control of the world because right. of her. Right, Magneto is king and all this extra shit, and she got she she manifested a whole world where the mutants are king. Or like they're ruling, you know, with right. the help of Xavier's tele- telepathy. This all happened then, and then after all, after the fact, <laughs> after it didn't work out, then she said no more mutants, and then it went backwards. And then Xavier, <laughs> you know, Xavier disappeared. <laughs> yeah, it, really, it just it, you know it brought everyone to like a hundred whatever. Uh, 148 I think mutants of a total right. yeah. where there was a, like an undocumented number pr- prior to that and remember so, the
0: most important thing kids weren't weren't able to be born like new mutant kids yeah yeah.
1: yeah for a long time there was no mute, new mutant until hope but that right. that takes that's many years later right. um which starts a whole other war <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh that's uh, that's the biggest thing I wanted to talk to you about because AJ was was arguing with me when we were doing the live. Um, no, he kept saying elizabeth olsen never said that the reveal obviously not this reveal because neither one of us believe this is what she was referring to but right, right. the reveal would rival Luke skywalker and i'm like aj when you google elizabeth olsen skywalker it's legit every trade saying the, <laughs> the surprise Lord. will rival loop skywalker
1: well it's at sensor, like up my sense of like Fuck in a, Because, look, I can't imagine anything will rival Luke Skywalker. That's like, what nothing saying. In- no, because... Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, I'm just... Because there was other ones that they, like, compared it to. Luke Skywalker one was fucking shocking, even though that was something we predicted as a possibility, but we just never thought they'd do it. Like, ah, that'll never happen. And then it happened. And that's what made it special. The same thing would happen with the Flash on the Flash. Like, ah, and that'll never happen. And then it happened. <laughs> and you're like... That's just like insane. Those are moments where it, like at the moment it was insane you never saw it coming. I right. can't see anything that makes sense because those things made sense right. in the yeah. story. I can't see anything that makes sense that can blow my mind like that. but you know I could, I could be wrong.
0: Here's why nothing they can do will rival Luke Skywalker. I would even say there's not much they could do to rival that flat. That flash thing, no one. Was crazy. No one saw that coming. Um, talk about rule breaking that changed rules forever (laughs) ever and to be honest with you Joel, we only theorized that the jedi would be luke we didn't expect it to be No, Um, that's why it was so shocking exactly now the reason why the reveal for wandavision can't be as big as those two is because all right let's let's say and i use this as an example because i stress to everyone that i don't believe uh, I don't like the multiverse or time travel. I, I say that every episode, so people understand I don't like this shit. But Girl. let's let's play along, right? Let's say Ian McKellen right comes out of a portal or some shit, right? And, and and he's talking to Wanda, right? The reason that wouldn't even top it, why? Because me and you, with along with a thousand other people, expect this reveal to be either X Men or Fantastic Four related or uh you know like a debt like we're expecting these things so when we see it it'll be like oh that was really cool it won't be like oh what i never never a- like batman would have to show up in wandavision for me to have my mind blown like there's no marvel character that you could place in this show that would blow my mind that makes well, sense of course you can blow makes- my- i'll even well- say this joel even if it doesn't make sense at the time i can't think of a character that would explode my brain. Because to me, we're expecting the craziest of things because you've mentioned the word multiverse. So yeah. we're expecting crazy. Maybe so it wouldn't catch me off guard. You know what I'm right. saying? Mm-hmm. Like if Hugh Jackman shows up, that wouldn't even catch me off guard. No, because you know? why? <laughs> like, Well, yes, it, it, the questions would arise, but uh-huh. to me, whatever this reveal is, what hit hard with luke skywalker was purely the surprise of it it mm-hmm. was the idea of oh my god they really did this i didn't see this coming we've since episode one of wandavision have been like mm, i could see i can see something crazy like like magneto or something popping up i can see it <laughs> like you know what i'm saying so it's like if you see any of the x-men and this is what i was trying to get across in the live video I'm not saying whatever the big reveal is won't be cool, won't be worth it. It just can't live up to Luke Skywalker. So if Elizabeth Olsen said it or a reporter made it up, it does not matter to me. I'm just saying those words should not have been uttered, that it will rival the Luke sky. It will never rival that. Ever. Ever now that CW did what it did there's nothing in the CW universe or DC that could rival two flashes from the TV world and the movies meeting up nothing you you can't you can't out shock one of the biggest shocks in in comic book television history so to me it's like the shock is out of the door Star Wars is is such a rare property that has focused on one particular story for generations that when Mm. it does something new, it gives itself opportunities to shock you. Right. But with Marvel and DC, there's such a roadmap to everything that me and you, we said this before it even started when they were doing um, crisis of infinite earths me and you did think we would see some crazy stuff now did we expect the lucifer the flash came? no we didn't expect no, that those so the we biggest expected- right we expected some crazy stuff because it's a blending of all the worlds right and there was
1: a lot of bullshit rumors saying this was gonna show up this person's gonna show up
0: <laughs> right so to me you know we lo- we look at it let me just ask this I'm sorry i'm'm I'm, I'm just running off here. do you see it the same way that I do that you know it's just really hard to outshock something that was just so awe and shock
1: yeah of course it is uh I,
0: but that's what made
1: um this last surprise really good because like we knew Evan Peters was coming right yeah, that and, was that wasn't shocking and we knew, we had a, we had an idea that it'd be quicksilver because even that leaked you know. Um, even though we're we're very suspicious that that it's not really that quicksilver, you know what I mean? Right. Some right. people though, there are definitely people that think that's exactly who it is, and I'm still sorry for them, but that's fine. Um, the point is, <laughs> um, the point is that's the point that they want us to believe that. That's how he even they look when you watch it, like with the what's it called? The, damn it, the words at the bottom of the caption.
0: Oh yes, yes. You
1: know, like for people that can't here or whatever, Mm -hmm. he's described as the Quicksilver from the X-Men movies because they want you to be shocked. (laughs) That's the point. That's why he's described. Yes, there's a reason you're supposed to recognize him. And if you don't recognize him, then you never watch the X-Men movies.
0: (laughs) Right. And I I did a little bit of uh, conspiracy theory here uh, or not conspiracy theory, but tin hat. Uh, Tin foil. Tin foil. When you freeze frame uh, Wanda opening the door, the mirror behind her, like when Silver, like when he appears in the door, the mirror behind her shows Mm -hmm. a shadowy figure. It shows the back of her head and then a shadowy figure. It doesn't show him. Right, exactly. It doesn't show him exactly. And when I was saying it in the live, it kind of felt like everyone was like, yeah, okay. But I'm like, no. If you look at it, it's not him. And last mirror I walked past showed my reflection. Like it didn't, mm-hmm. it didn't show a shadowy figure of myself. So I'm like, right. you know, there is more to this. And, and look, let, let's let's say this, Joel, so we're not coming off snobbish, right? If you kidding. do believe that he is your MCU, like he is re he's been recasted as your MCU Quicksilver.
1: They said it too. said what they said she like darcy said she she recast
0: pietro right (laughs) so if you do believe that let's for the sake of argument right if you do believe that i will allow you to believe it purely because this show has been so insane
1: yeah really i don't
0: know what to (laughs) expect could he be the new quicksilver of course yes Mm-hmm. I was reading the interview from the showrunner saying how he was dying to do this because he's a huge Marvel fan. So mm-hmm. I do believe that you could sign on a guy who would be willing to be the Quicksilver for the next decade, right? Right. But realistically, it kind of just don't add up. Right. <laughs> In an it's episode up. where you're kind of talking about conjuring, making things up, making mm. things how you want them to be, the most important person to you pops up that kind of sounds like it's you know not really um not really uh one thing it's something else but again i can't tell someone they're wrong because we don't know you know
1: yeah that's Um, really the issue there i can't tell you you're wrong because i like i I, I could be wrong
0: (laughs) exactly like like I yeah
1: i'm just looking at that mirror scene now Mm -hmm. It, it definitely uh it is him it's like his show it's him but
0: there's definitely like an arm. It looks like there there's is. an arm on his shoulder. It's there really is. And it weird. looks like it's reaching, it's reaching out towards Wanda, is what it's the like, looks like. It looks like it's
1: pushing him through the door or like it's like leaning, leading him in. Mm-hmm. It's weird.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm just really glad you saw that also. It's ghoulish. No <laughs> Very ghoulish. Um, but, yeah, I keep saying this to everyone who's kind of like, if I didn't read the comics, am I going to be so confused watching this? Yes, like, no, playing. <laughs> I'm like, no. we've read the comics and we still have no idea what's going on. This is the first time. No,
1: yeah, you don't need to read maybe, the comics.
0: Since maybe Crisis on Infinite Earths, <laughs> right, that I could for sure say me and you can't even lean on comic book knowledge outside of the Easter eggs. Like the Easter eggs are the only thing that are attributing to the comic books that we read. This story is not the story of any of the comic books. (laughs) Like it's a blend of everything. So there's no direct roadmap for what to expect in this show, which is why I've been, that's, this is why I said, I don't want to know any spoilers. I don't want to hear none of it because I've been enjoying this ride. I like not knowing, you know, I will never, like I will never feel as great as I did seeing the end of Iron Man Because I had no idea that Fury would be at the end of that movie. Mm -hmm. There will never be a better feeling than that. I didn't know Thanos is at the end of Avengers. There will never be a better uh, feeling than that. You know what I'm saying? So to me, it's like, I like that. And we're in a business where we're supposed to know everything, right? So if there's a chance I could know nothing, I'm taking it. (laughs) So I'm like, I know people part of the live are like, yeah, I heard you. I'm like, don't say anything. I don't want to hear it. Keep it to yourself. Talk to somebody else about it. <laughs> I want to know nothing. I'm enjoying it. I really am. And I'm like, we're on episode six. There's only three more episodes. I get yeah. three, three more episodes. Be, be patient. <laughs> yeah, like really. I'm like, and if we're being honest, Joelle, the big payoff will probably come more so episode seven or eight. Because episode nine will probably be the fallout, like the big battle and the fallout of everything. Right. Um, so you'll probably know more heading into seven and eight. Uh, but apparently from what I'm hearing, episode six is the Halloween episode. Um, Damn. So if it is, I'm really curious to see how she comes about giving them their costumes. Like how does the yes. that come? Um, and was Evan Peters just for that moment or will we see the fallout of that? from this from this next episode, you know?
1: Yeah, I heard he's in the next episode, yes.
0: Oh, perfect and perfect, great. Uh, he did give me some Uncle Jesse vibes for sure. He
1: definitely did, but that was the point. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, wait, I-, I did say this. It'll be a huge missed opportunity if one of her kids during next week's episode, like when she says like, hey, pick that up. One of them has to say, you got it, dude. Or it's just a colossal waste. <laughs> <laughs> I sure. need to hear that. Um, But all right, do we have anything else for WandaVision?
1: Oh, I think that's everything. Uh, we're just waiting for episode six.
0: <laughs> Patiently waiting, my friend. You know what's crazy? I woke, what? I took a nap, right? Uh, and I woke okay. up at like 8.30. 8:30, uh, 8.30 8:30 tonight. And I'm like... I immediately went to Fox because, for some strange reason, Joel, I thought it was Friday. <laughs> oh. so, so I'm like, oh my god, I'm missing SmackDown. Let me see what SmackDown is, and now I'm gonna watch. I think it's
1: Friday. It's fucking.
0: It's Monday. Like yesterday yeah. was Sunday, and yeah. I thought today was Friday. That's I crazy. Out. I was like, oh my god, I got so much stuff to watch. What the freak? Let me get up, and then I realized, like, oh no, it's it's Monday. <laughs> it's very no, much Monday. um but all right yeah we're, we're looking forward to episode six of wandavision let's go on to uh wrestling um royal rumble was that a uh colossal disappointment for you or did you enjoy it
1: no i enjoyed it i enjoyed it a lot actually uh i would have been disappointed if randy won
0: so i was very happy randy didn't know. wait why does this sound familiar did we talk about this before I think so <laughs> okay all right let's let's move past this thing because i think we did yeah. um yes we don't need to talk wrestling then let's no. <laughs> let's move on yeah. i that see, was the last said that i was like he talked about this because well, that's not so familiar <laughs> he expressed yeah. it a lot my my mind is gone man thought today was friday completely was going <laughs> for last Christmas. week
1: friday apparently
0: goodness gracious anyway <laughs> um all right uh do we have any small marvel or dc news that we want to we want to um talk about before we head out There was a big rumor
1: that dropped today if you want to talk about that
0: yeah what's the rumor
1: yeah. uh craven
0: oh yes 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 because we were talking about that and uh we were texting each other yes um, yeah man i told you i told you this last not last year the year before um, if Sony is smart, that's what they should keep doing. Keep going after big names because big names will make your movies better, even if they're not good. Tom mm-hmm. Hardy, single handedly, besides a few Easter eggs that I, I fell in love with, was the only reason Venom <laughs> was watchable, in my opinion.
1: Right, um, no,
0: so to me, it's like, keep shooting for the stars, man. Like, I tell you this you put Keanu Reeves as Craven, right? Let's Mm -hmm. say the movie is barely watchable, right? Like it's not the Craven you know we wanted. It's not the Craven story that they should have gone with. But Keanu Reeves is is like trashing dudes as Craven. We would be entertained enough to go.
1: Yeah, I'm still figuring out what the fuck that movie is about. Like, who's he hunting? Animals or like people? Like, um,
0: it's again, it's only creating another villain. That needs Spider Man, that they're just like, ah, we could do it without him.
1: Well, no, I mean, yeah, that's very true. Even though uh, Craven did, and, and the cartoon, I don't remember in the comic book specifically. I know, I know, at one point Craven was a good guy. He uh, towards, during the end of that series. He well, helped. Um, Who do you, He helped get Morbius, I believe. That's crazy.
0: <laughs> well, I know I'm going to piss you off by saying this, but it's the feeling I had when they first said they were doing a Craven movie. I want the story we got teed up in uh, Ultimate Spider-Man.
1: Which one's that? Uh... White Tiger. Oh no, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs>
0: they
1: that don't have the rights great... to that
0: character, so that's too bad for them. Wait, they don't have the rights to White Tiger? Uh, not not Sony. Oh, oh, oh! Marvel <laughs> would definitely let them use that. I, I I don't know who what other Marvel character you can use. That yeah. it's really good hand to hand that realistically would be in a craven world.
1: Neither. That's why I'm not really tr- interested. <laughs> Make people well, up.
0: I mean, look, you bring Keanu Reeves in, I'll get interested. Um
1: Yeah. I'm very curious. Like Keanu Reeves is cre can we the uh, for the art work to pop out? If that works if if he if, if he the the rumor is that he's he's been offered the role. He could easily just say I'm good. Thank you. Which he's probably done in the past with other rules. But you know what? I don't know, though, that he will.
0: This is what I'm really curious. Really? About. I heard a rumor that he had, maybe it's not a rumor. Maybe it was recorded. Careful
1: how you say that.
0: <laughs> that you he had, um, you know, he and Feige had had a lot of conversations. Yeah. So my question is Is it what? Because to me, you don't take Craven if Kevin Feige offered you something. Right? Like it just logically, it just doesn't make sense. You don't go with the it could be and miss out on the sure thing. Right? So I'm mm-hmm. curious if there's any credence to that, that, uh, that rumor. Um, there's no way he takes this role <laughs> is Graven if he's spoken to Kevin Feige about anyone in the MCU. Right?
1: Right. right. Um, um, yeah, I don't, I really don't know what the to... I don't know how to feel if he got it. Like I was upset with Tom Hardy got Venom because I I love Venom, but like I didn't I wanted to waste I don't want to waste Tom Hardy on Venom. That's that's how I looked at it. Do you still
0: see it the same way? Yes. Interesting. Okay. I love
1: Tom Hardy. No, I mean (laughs) Um, you
0: still see him as Venom as a waste.
1: Yes, because I think he could have been used for a better character.
0: Hmm. Interesting.
1: Yeah. Um and then we have you know Keanu's and he's older now, so I'm not that upset, but still, like Craven, <laughs> it's almost like look, they got Jake off for fucking Mysterio. Who am I talking about?
0: They got Michael Keaton for Vulture. So I mean right. Like for real. Crazy. They got
1: big fucking guns for these big be- these Sony villains are like serious.
0: <laughs> I tell you right now, Joel, when I heard they were using Vulture, I had John Malkovich in my head, and I couldn't yeah. see anybody else, right? Well, I think he was
1: originally casted for Vulture. At least he was supposed to be.
0: That's what I thought. So it was always in my head. And he looks just like like when you when you picture what you look like in the comics, and then look at John. Malcolm yeah. Like, yeah.
1: Old and bald.
0: Right. So when they said Michael Keaton, I was like, huh? Why? Because yeah, you don't,
1: you don't think it. No. When you hear
0: it. No. Here's why. I didn't think they would go tech. So I'm thinking more so, you know, obviously a little bit more advanced, but it would be the, the custom look of what vultures always look like. Right. So I'm like, John Malkovich could totally pull that off. I'm like, Michael Keaton can't pull that off. But then when you start getting the, the information of stealing tech from the Chitari and Stark and blah, 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 you're like, oh, okay. So you're not going for the actual look of Vulture. You're changing it. Okay, then it makes sense. Um, so, I mean, I don't know. To me, Keanu Reeves is a guy that I originally um, I originally wanted for, uh, wow, I was about to say Johnny Stone. That's not what I meant. Johnny Blaze.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you know, and I couldn't get that out of my head. So I'm like, Craven? What? I barely was on board with Joel Kinnaman being Craven. Let alone Keanu yeah. Reeves. I'm like, it's just not a character I think you need to cast that high for. <laughs> like, you know But what? they
1: do if they want to make a movie.
0: For sure, and I get that, and I really do. I really, really, really do. But this... Like if you can't get Keanu Reeves, even if I mean, you can, a- again, even if you can get Keanu Reeves, <laughs> this movie is still a hard sell for your main audience. This is a hard sell for us, even oh, if you can get oh, Keanu. Reeves. It's, it's much easier to sell when you have Keanu
1: Reeves on the other side.
0: It is. It is. Um, you know, how people
1: got <laughs> kind of excited when they heard this. They're like, oh shit, for real, I'll watch it now. They care. No one gave a shit about a Craven movie, and then you said Keanu Reeves is gonna be Craven. <gasps> No.
0: Yeah, those people sound like people that are more so interested in Keanu Reeves than they are the characters.
1: That's why they did it. Oh, that's why they want it to happen.
0: Because I'm like, the first question I know that popped in me in your head was, "All right, cool, but that doesn't enhance your story by giving me Keanu Reeves." Like, what the no. hell is the movie gonna be about?
1: <laughs> yeah, I still don't give a fuck. Like, I don't know what the fuck. I don't really want to see Craven by himself. I want I to see him. Either I have no if interest. you he, he better be in this new Spider-Man movie. <laughs>
0: That's that's what I would hope, right? Like that's where the fr- that's the first time we would see him. So maybe his his uh, conversation with Feige was was a double edged sword. Mm-hmm. It was about possibly being you know introduced in the MCU and then go on to have his own movie in uh, with Sony. Um, very possible, highly unlikely because he's filming Matrix and then John Wick. So he clearly won't be on the set of Spider Man anytime soon. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't really. We gave we gave this way way too much time. It's just um,
1: uh, it is what it is.
0: Yeah, it is what it is. Um, I love the merchandise for Dark Side that we just got. Mm-hmm. Um, I also do love seeing. I know a lot of people are like, call Peter now, but I love seeing Stephen Wolf murder horses. I don't know about you, but that whole scene right there looked pretty dope.
1: I'm calling Peter.
0: Call her. call her call call peter peter whoever you need to call i will still tell them that i love that scene um because it just adds a it adds more to that character of like how dope um and how strong he really is uh but my biggest question is what is zach's like infatuation with the destruction of amazon women like
1: he really likes it that was one of my favorite scenes in the theatrical cut, so if it's a bloodier version of that, I'm excited
0: <laughs> no I, I I am too. Are you looking forward to this new trailer? Yeah,
1: more so than all these little clips that people are like getting Boners over. I, I don't get that, but I definitely want the trailer.
0: Well, here's my biggest issue with people getting excited over the clips. This movie will not drastically be that much different than the theatrical version, so it's like know. you think it already it, looks-
1: look, it already looks different.
0: No, I mean drastically as far as... I, I think there's maybe... Well, obviously, this is like a four-hour
1: goddamn movie. Right. It's a four-hour movie. This um, <laughs> is okay. crazy.
0: Yeah, never mind, because that was... Justice League was only two hours, and half, if not majority... Or I'd say maybe 75% of that was Josh Whedon. Um, so, yeah, maybe it will be. Alright, so I, I'll eat the crow on that, but... um, I don't know, man. I, I look at this. I'm excited for it, just for... um. To see what his vision originally was, and then I immediately never want to hear about this again. Um, <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> like I swear that's my mindset. Uh, and then hearing Zack Snyder defend his very much toxic fan base, going, uh, "We're not toxic. Uh, toxic people wouldn't raise raise money for uh for suicide yeah. prevention." I'm there, like
1: they're they're good people on that side, but you know, not all of them are fucking good people. Joe. <laughs> I've
0: legit seen the most corrupt business people donate money. That's like the easiest thing to do in life is to donate money. Yeah, I'm like, again, I'm not saying these people are bad people, but they are toxic. This movie being made wasn't made off off of tears and joy and happiness. It was made off of people saying we had the superior director. He is the God's gift to D.C., and we want more. That's what got this this crap made. It was just a bunch of people that thought like that. Like me and you, we have no problem with Zack Snyder. We were fine with what he did. We were fine with him leaving, right? Yeah. Those people are like, DC doesn't make another movie till till Zack Snyder comes back.
1: Well that's, that's why that's the problem, man. Like my my thing, it, he doesn't see the toxic side really because they're you know they're, they're too busy sucking his dick, so like they don't. <laughs> he doesn't get to see. They block that off, you know. They, they don't show. He can't see it. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? He cannot do anything wrong in their eyes. So
0: and they the can't weird. do anything wrong in his eyes. And I'm just because like, of it, you know. <laughs> yeah,
1: but that's what I mean. Like like they they're not all of them bad i'm not saying they aren't you know and then but there are some really nasty people out there that just they that worship the ground he walks on which is unhealthy in its own right but like and like if you're one of those people chill (laughs) like like it's like i get it you like them but like you gotta relax like there's some people that just they go too far you know uh, and then the, the, you can't, you can like something and not shit on the other thing. That's another thing. And you know what? I, it all comes. And I look, I've been saying this for a while. This all stems from all the negativity that fucking BBS got. Yeah. All of it. This all stems from the the, the amount of negativity came from because that movie wasn't great, but come on. It wasn't the shit that a lot of people gave, you know, that it gets. And I think a lot of people turned on just they, it, it went from all the shit that they got and then they they, they they took it and it turned into this and now you got some of them became toxic some them became passionate you know and it became a coalition and it grew and it grew and then it became like this cult <laughs> thing uh and that's what happens when you have such a cult following they'll just turn on you you know what i mean because like they've been they had to deal with all that look and look it was a bad look, look, you were there. You were around during that time. It was really bad. Couple months after BBS, to be especially to be a DC fan, it was and, really hard. Everybody so, was shitting on
0: you. Everybody. You're my witness. You saw my Facebook status. Uh, this is before I knew you, but you saw my Facebook status of me saying, "BBS will be way better than Civil War." I was riding so hard for that movie, right? Um, and you know it. It. Like to me I still think it's 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 up there it's up there when I think of visual masterpieces it's up there. It's a beautifully yeah. shot movie for sure. Yeah. Especially uh,
1: like the director's like the ultimate edition is definitely
0: 100 it, especially it, the it, first two acts is like really good actually you know. Beautiful. Uh the casting was great. Uh we got our yeah. future wonder woman from that. Uh we still yeah, have till most I of I our actors. Pattinson. Yeah. So I see Robert Pattinson we had our best Batman. Right. Um, so to me, it's like there's a lot to be thankful for of Zach and of what that movie did. Um, but I won't ever argue with someone that says it's an inconsistent story that that just kind of does too much. I get yeah. it. I, I do understand. I just
1: I just watched it last week, you know, and like I, I I look, I don't like it as much as I liked it the first time, and I watched that motherfucker three times in theaters. You know what Like, I get it. Like I, I enjoyed it and I defended it a lot, a lot, but the problem was it got to the point where these people <laughs> turned it into like this god tier movie and it, that's just not what it is and then it's not. and it made me look at it differently because I'm like well I, I like it but it's not that good like let's, well, be, let's I, be real <laughs> like
0: I, I say this I say this to defend this movie this is the biggest defense I have for that movie. Everyone always says it was doing too much, right? Like it was just doing too much, it was introducing people, it was trying to force the story. But here's <laughs> the funny thing, Joel. A movie came out the same year that did the same thing, just better. Exactly. But that's the point. It did it better. No, but my thing is just say they didn't do it well. Don't say yeah. that it was overcrowded, it was doing too much.
1: Yeah, no, no I just didn't do it well.
0: Five different storylines in a movie that was only supposed to be about Captain America.
1: No, like if you change all these certain aspects of <laughs> BBS, it's it's a better movie, especially exactly. the ending of it. Just exactly. certain things.
0: So to me, it's just one of those things where it's like, it's, it's a bit inconsistent. I give you that. I, I for sure give you that. But there's <sighs> so many things about that movie that people see on the Marvel side and ignore because they're good, but then shit on DC and it's like, they're doing the same thing one just has a track record of doing it better you know but to me it's when you kill these movies that puts dc in this dungeon that puts them in a money mode and that's the worst thing to do with comic book movies you can't only be interested in making money you'll produce really dumb horrible movies the passion has to be there and there's one thing i give zach he's very passionate about these movies man and you get that he was willing to murder Superman in your second time seeing him. If <laughs> that yeah. is not yeah. right passion to growing the story of Superman almost immediately, then yeah. I don't know what it is like. <laughs> That'd be like if, if Kevin Feige was like, man, you guys love that first Iron Man movie, right? Yeah, we loved it, Kevin. All right, dope. He dies in Iron Man too. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 i got some progression to do with that guy i'm not
1: thinking so, long term we're thinking three or uh, three movie arc here yeah, no five, movies, that's five movie
0: arc <laughs> but um speaking, like, of, PBS, speaking of pbs let's talk a, a little bit of justice league before we get out of here um henry lennox mm-hmm. says that he wore a mocap suit for martian manhunter but isn't sure how he will look quote i don't know what the body is going to look like and all that but i'm thrilled to see it that guy is probably in good shape, um, so that leads me to believe that there's a little bit more to seeing Martian Manhunter than just the one little scene that.
1: Which is good. I can't wait. That's one of the most. That's one of the things I'm most excited for us. I cannot wait to see the Martian Manhunter. My God.
0: <laughs> yeah, and we know Joel from our history that it's a character that they've they've almost swore off over there. Yeah, um it's from people as putting did. in movies right <laughs> um i mean hell can we be honest to a degree they swore it off on television we see him in martian form rarely
1: <laughs> but he was in it
0: you know <laughs> but he was in it he was in it the fact um, that
1: we're getting martian manhunter in the movies now and of course on tv I mean, that's a lot of martian manhunter more uh, than I mean, green Lantern. we're getting motherfuckers
0: <laughs> <laughs> i will take it though i i would not mind if they spun off and did a martian manhunter show it would it would add a lot more to that character that i, I, would, I
1: if he's right. good i want to definitely see more of course
0: yeah for sure no 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 i mean uh when supergirl ends
1: oh uh, a martian Manhunter
0: show oh uh, yeah. uh, um, i'm not, i'm all fine with that if they want to do it I mean, but I I'll definitely like want Martian. <laughs> that, but that's what I'm saying. If you're now upping the budget with teaming with HBO Max, I think we will get it. You know, I think we will get a better looking Martian Manhunter. I wonder if he transitions
1: over to Super Superman or he just stays in National City. I guess you know he must. He might as well just stay in National City because I, I really think Supergirl is going to the future.
0: <laughs> yeah, I do too. Yeah. I do too. Um, the hero there right. Um, i'm trying to think here uh no we're, we're both excited for henry lennox i'm a huge henry lennox fan i am obsessed with the blacklist so i love everything henry lennox does um any other big stories we we missed
1: mm, i don't think so uh, let me double triple check um not really i think they got most of it if not all of it that i give a shit about at least um yeah that i feel like is big you know what i mean mm-hmm. um cuz everything else has been pretty you know right there uh that's it yeah i don't see anything i retweet a lot of basketball apparently um
0: <laughs> that sounds like joe
1: um that's really it to me i don't see nothing buddy uh i think i might rewatch. i might do an x-men marathon after i'm done in my dc one considering you know dc one's not that long anyway
0: yeah, I'm actually about to do a Star Wars, the Clone Wars one, because even though they haven't said it, I assume the Bad Batch is supposed to drop next month.
1: Um, uh-huh. I am it hard to
0: believe it, they're, they're pushing it. And I'm really curious why we got a full-length trailer and a date of 2021 and then heard nothing else about it. Like, where the fuck is my Bad Batch? It's clearly done. So where is it? Yeah. <laughs> um so I want to rewatch Clone Wars to lead up to that. Um, but uh, I'll actually send you my info for it. I got Peacock again, so I'm gonna do a Harry Potter rewatch.
1: Oh, oh here's an, a, an interesting thing.
0: What we got? Uh,
1: got Peacock. I gotta get Peacock because is gonna be on Peacock. So.
0: Yeah, I, I already got it. I'll just uh, text me afterwards, and I'll send it. All
1: right. Um, the the Peacemaker show added Judo Master. Very interesting to me, at least.
0: I'm not that familiar with the. uh the-
1: I know you knew you don't know either of them, but the like, Peacemaker is going to be in Suicide Squad.
0: <laughs> That's just no, no. <laughs> yes, that I know. I met the um the character you're saying is is going to be in the the Peacemaker show. I'm not that uh, familiar with
1: it me. Yeah, Charles is a Charlton character, like 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 Peacemaker. Um,
0: oh, I did see someone say to James Gunn that um, it seems like he's getting all those characters into into the world of DC, like the, he's bringing them to life. Like, as many of those characters?
1: Well, the obscure ones, because like obviously, ones like uh, the Question and and Blue Beetle, Captain Atom, those are the more popular ones. Uh, and then like my- cross
0: to see those guys, huh? I said my fingers are crossed one day to see those guys.
1: Yeah, me too. So, but those are the more the ones that really kind of made it big. And then you got characters like Nightshade, who became more like a villain. And then you got like a Peacemaker, who kind of just fell to the wayside. And uh, like there's a character in Thunderbolt or whatever the fuck. Another character is kind of like what Judo Master, another one, just one of those obscure characters that didn't get a lot of love. So. Um, but I think Judo Master and Peacemaker will both be in Suicide Squad, the comic book, because I have a picture of like the what comes after State, which is called the Infinite Frontier,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and the Justice League artwork has uh, the picture of the next Suicide Squad, and I can't make out everybody, which is rare for me, <laughs> but I can get almost all of them. It looks like it's Amanda Waller, Peacemaker, Bloodsport, well good because they're both in the fucking movie. Uh, I also recognize it looks like it's Nightshade, Judo Master, and I was just talking about them. Uh, it looks like Talon. It looks like Rick Flagg. It looks like Superboy, Connor Kent, which is odd. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> and two other characters I don't recognize. And that bothers me. And it's killing me as we speak. I don't know who they are. But I want to know. But I might be, you know. That might hint at other characters that might show up in the Suicide Squad movie, so we'll
0: see. Oh, we got um, we got a um, a clarification on what completely threw both me and you off, which is the trailer to the animated, um, Justice League. I think was it uh, shit, was it Justice League movie, uh, animated movie that just uh, dropped its trailer. What. I can't remember the name of it, but it cleared up the the confusion of
1: oh, society, World War Two. No.
0: Yes, it remember uh, it confused us on having yeah. two voices for Flash.
1: Yes, that's, I was very very confused. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about?
0: I'm still confused on why you needed to enter a, a future Barry in the yeah, story.
1: Yeah. yeah, um, I'm like, yeah, I don't know why too. I guess that's like uh they're doing what they did. What to me with Batman and Justice League Dark? It's, it's, oh, here's a character you do know, and here are characters you don't know. Even though Wonder Woman's in it, so but whatever. Um, to me, that's and I, I'm very excited for this movie because you know I'm a big fan of Justice League, especially the older ones, the old school ones. Yeah. Um, it looks like um, they're gonna. I look the. The fact that they're introducing a Justice Society animated movie means, obviously, we're going to get more Justice Society uh, going forward, as we talked about last year, because just uh, the young Justice Society is coming to Stargirl. We're going to get a version of Justice Society in Black Adam. So expect more Justice Society in your life <laughs> going forward. Um, so, yeah, I definitely keep keeping an eye out for this movie. I'm very excited.
0: Yeah. I, I like the, I like the trailer. I just, to me, I, it's kind of that weird variable. It's like this movie should be a focus on uh, the justice league society and getting them more popular. Um, and the more, the more relevant characters you add in there, the more it takes away the focus of it. Um, it's why I like star girl because I didn't know any of those characters. Well, I, that's not true. I didn't know some of those characters, before watching this show. Um and I re- was- Go ahead.
1: No, I was just saying that that, that, that was what made me more excited for Star Girl was that, that I knew they were coming and they were going to be in it so I was very excited to see them and they, they gave me more than I even expected so very happy.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I mean I remember I tell everyone this story all the time Joel. I'm like I love season 1 of Star Girl so much. You know how much of a fan I was of season 1. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also remember that when we were at the panel introducing this show i couldn't care less Mm -hmm. i was was so uninterested and so ready to go talk to the titans and i remember you being like no juan like this is really dope and i was just like i don't fucking care like and then fast forward the show comes out and i'm just like damn i wish i listened more (laughs) like Because like now I'm just like, damn, I want nothing but information from Jeff Jones about this show. Um, yeah.
1: And yeah, we got to hear Jeff Jones talk about it in person, which is pretty cool.
0: Directly. Directly. Yeah. We were right there. We and I, I couldn't care less. <laughs> and now and like, then he
1: shows up a couple minutes later at the Titans thing. And are like, oh, you're the one that made us late.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm like, damn you. Damn you and Stargirl for making us late. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I I think that's all we got for for this week. Uh, we need the Knicks yeah. to win big tomorrow.
1: Oh, uh, please.
0: We also need to keep our eyes on the Knicks. Uh, according to Ian Begley, within the next you know, few weeks, up uh, uh, uh next few weeks to a month, uh, as far as trades, um, he's not really speculating like home run hits, but he's just speculating we can move some more pieces. Um, you know, the free minutes for certain guys. For Um, sure. So, you know, that's all we're looking forward to. It's officially the offseason for the NFL. Me and you have been waiting for that. Mm. Um, You know, I've been paying attention to this quarterback carousel. Apparently Derek Carr is on the trading block. Carson Wentz is on the trading block. Um, So those are guys I'm looking at, but apparently New England's not interested in either one. Really, um, shocking, Joel. I mean, wow. for a team that has no quarterback, they're sure watching a bunch of them go by. <laughs> um, so okay. it, it, it legit feels like they just dropped a hype video for next season for New England, and yeah. Cam Newton's in it. So I'm like, oh, fuck, are we bringing him back? Like, Cam, <laughs> you guys not get enough of each other this year. So apparently they didn't Apparently it's a match made in heaven, I guess But anyway, um, that's all we got for you guys this week There's a lot hopefully dropping uh, within this next week or two uh, So me and Joel will have a lot more to break down But as for now, that's all we got for you guys um, Oh, last thing I want to ask you You think your girl EO Shirai is going to make it out of this triple threat?
1: Uh, who's in it?
0: um tony storm my wife and some other brolic chick i can't remember her name she's like really really buff she came from ufc i think or mixed martial arts
1: you Talking about rachel
0: no no i, I, love, rachel? No, I love i love Cat. she's she's one of my she's easily creeping up for me i'm talking about the did you see nxt last week
1: not yet. Probably watch it tonight, tomorrow, uh, or tonight, okay. maybe tonight. All
0: right. Well, then I won't say anything. When you watch it, you'll see who's in, who's, uh, who's the final member of the the triple threat. Um. So you'll you'll see it when you watch it. But um, yeah. I don't. I don't know, man. I see Io Shirai. Uh, you know, retaining it. Uh, that's one title that Triple H doesn't move all that often. Is the uh, women's title. Well, they're having their.
1: Well, they're having a the tournament. They're having the Dusty Classic right now. But. Yeah. Yeah, I look forward to that.
0: Yeah, I look forward to seeing if Triple H gives the uh cuz technically the um the women's championship is multi-branded. They don't ever go to NXT.
1: Yeah, the women's tag team championship. Right. Yeah, it's multi-branded.
0: It's multi-brand. Like when Sasha and Bayley were, were champions, they went to NXT. But yeah. Nia and Shayna have never set foot there and I'm like they actually haven't set foot on SmackDown either. I'm like What is this just a raw title? Like, okay, we don't need to get into this, but Vince (laughs) pisses me off. Um, Vince is why I just focus on NXT. (laughs) Like, that's what he's doing. That's all I can, that's all I have time
1: for. Pay per views and NXT is only WWE. Oh, and sometimes I watch NXT UK.
0: Oh, yeah, I love NXT UK. I can't wait for the day Walter drops that belt. I'm getting sick of seeing that guy.
1: Annoying already.
0: <laughs> I'm like, his after a hundred days, I was like, mm, I'm kind of had my fill. This isn't, yeah,
1: I get it. We get it. He's unstoppable. Now okay. take it off,
0: yeah, now <laughs> get it away from him. Um, yeah.
1: like, it won't be a big deal when it happens, or at least
0: <laughs> it'll be huge, especially for whoever they give it to. I like that other Russian dude, uh, not other, I like that Russian dude, he,
1: yeah, um, he, yeah,
0: yeah, I he love it. That kid has hearts. <laughs> Um, I tell you what, I couldn't take a Walter slap to my chest. I, I'd probably die. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> um, That's all we got, guys. Me and Joel will see you guys next week. Joel, I will text you right after this. But um, that's all we got, guys, on an all-new episode of Much Do About Nothing. We'll see you same time, same place next week. Peace. Peace.